I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee. Ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief, Ryan Sadden, here with my co-host, Kevin Silva. Hey, guys. And back with us again, Jay Washington. I am glad to be back. Yeah. This is my first time being on with Kevin. Yeah, this is great. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm aware of that. You know, I mean, you guys kind of, you guys kind of, like... Fill the same big guy quota, yeah, so like, uh, I usually keep you guys off. See, you know. Bronson Reed was on NXT this week. We got us here. <laughs> Just like uh, the big boy energy, you know? <laughs> a lot of, yeah, definitely big boy energy. I probably should have fucked with that. Let's see, see yeah. you mess with shit. I know. I'll just leave it as it. I'm just so loud, and it was so loud in my <clears> ears. <throat> I'm just going to pretend I'm sure everything's fine. I'm going to stop fucking with it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> I'm just going to pretend and hope for the best. Yeah, you know, just so you all know, I was, uh, I was <clears> the late <throat> one here today, so I'm a little flustered as I come in here because i made kevin and 
Jay, wait 15 minutes You're for me. You're fine. Um, no one's complaining. Let's talk about, to me, I thought this was the biggest story of the week, uh, personally. And, and that was Simone Johnson officially signing with WWE. I mean, yeah, everybody knew it was going to happen, yeah. though. You know, you say that. Because she had been at the PC. For like tra- two years yeah. now. You say that, but like because she had been doing this like peripheral training at the at the WWE Performance Center, like I wasn't sure how soon it would happen. You know, like when I went to the Performance Center, because they stopped keeping it a secret. I mean, it was a secret for a sure, little while yeah. until it got reported on, and um, you know, then she was like in pictures all the time at the Performance Center mm-hmm. with all the talent. Um, even when they had a media day there uh, for when NXT was premiering on yeah. USA Network, they she was. Sitting there, you know, picking the trainer's, you know, brains. So that's and what I'm stuff. saying. That's why it seems like a foregone conclusion. Like she's already. But she's right. so young that it's they don't sign 18 year olds that often. Again, yeah. she's the Rock's daughter. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but you, you know, know also like, like you would think with someone like the Rock, want to go to college first. Like, I think she is doing. Co- I have a feeling from because I talked to Roman Reigns at the press conference for WrestleMania 37 coming to L.A. Yeah, and he mentioned that the family still wants her. Uh, to be focused on her schoolwork right. as well. So I have a feeling she okay. might be pulling like an Xavier Woods that's, here where she's going to call- be like... Look, there's yeah. online classes. Yeah, 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 yeah no, totally. Um, but still... University I, of Phoenix, baby. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I am a proud Phoenix myself. Let me tell you something right now. Let me what's, see. what's the mascot? Is there a mascot? Uh, it's it's, it's a, a, a computer chip, clearly. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but regardless, it's, I still think it's big news because, um, you know, with... With Charlotte Flair, it, she would she was already kind of like an adult at this point, you know. At that well, point, when she Char- signed, Charlotte right. was the person that you were like, she's Ashley Flair's going into business. Right. Remember, you're like the door that daughter's going in, like she'd never go in, and all of a sudden you're like, oh. And and really, even with her, it was only because Reed passed away, right, and that was the only reason. You know, right. she was like, I'm taking on his dream, yep. all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I'm trying to think of anyone else along those lines, and it's it's. I feel like it's. Been a long time like, since Charlotte Flair was yeah, there's someone on that level. Name, there's nobody, no kid that right now that you can be like, "Yo, this kid is right." I mean, I mean, I mean, Paige was young, but it wasn't like she was a part she of the like lineage. Offspring of right, someone, right. Like, Usos, because like, no, she's the first fourth generation superstar in yeah, WWE, which that's is crazy. which is pretty crazy. Yeah, like isn't it crazy? Like we grew up, we remember when The Rock debuted, <laughs> and they were like, "That's the son of Rocky Johnson and High Chief Peter Mia, Peter Maivia." Say that again, yeah, Peter Maivia, and and we heard it, and it was and, and it was like shoved down our throat, yeah. and it, oh, yeah. it led to the die Rocky die mm. stuff. It was like, and then became the impetus for what became The Rock. Mm. So it's kind of crazy to come full circle now and see that his child is now being signed, and and mm. and it's funny because it's like she's doing these sit down interviews talking about the family legacy, and you're like. Man, I am old, right? <laughs> don't you feel old watching yeah. that? Uh, yeah, I just don't want to think about it. So, <laughs> yeah, like, if you could stop talking about it, that'd be like really my cool. homie Chris Bay just posted on tw- Twitter and Instagram today. Twenty four, like, yeah, like like Chris is the homie, and I was like, bro, if you ever, been, I'm thinking to myself, bro, if you ever mention your age out loud again, <laughs> I'll come through the interwe- interwebs and get just ah. Yeah, we have our friend Eli for that. That we get to we get to make fun of him for being the old one. Okay, I'm like slightly younger than Eli, slightly, (laughs) and you're slightly younger than me. And then we have a nice gap to Jamie. I'll say it's I'm much younger than you. Jesus, I'm 35. You you said that with harshness too. I'm I'm much younger than you. We were in the same (laughs) Spanish class. Well, I should say something about Kevin, not me. What? Because you're older. You're older. 
a great day. Oh, I mean, I, like, I, <laughs> I took my D and I carried on, okay? <laughs> well, I'm going to just go on here, sit on back and just Senora let this. Bento Smith. Yeah, represent. You did nothing for Senora me. Senora Bento Smith. You did nothing for me. Uh, but Simone, Simone Johnson, um, you know, I, 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 I think the big thing, I just want to see her wrestle. There's been zero... Footage of her wrestling yet? Right, I, she's been that's what I'm really, for two years. I'm super interested in that. That's like I just, I mean, whatever. You could come up with your gimmick and you could come up with your, you know, your mic skills later on. I want to see where she's progressing because I'm sure that's the main focus. You would think. I hope so. <laughs> I think they're gonna save her for that. Yeah, I think they're trying to save that footage because it's got to come out when she's about to debut. Damn near. You don't want to just have this look. Look at her, how she's been training, and then we still got to wait for her to have an in-ring match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So whatever they decide, she's going to NXT, and they say, "Hey, we're going to bring in possibly the youngest woman in NXT to have just a match. It doesn't have to be a marquee match, but because it's her, it will be a marquee match." Then you start showing at her at the performance center and her training and her and everything, her with her dad and all that stuff. You know, so you do all that then leading up to it. Do we? Do you? Do you think there's any way that they? Skip having her do the the, the Florida circuit no and way. just have her on TV immediately before doing I mean, that. I see you say because you want to you want to save, save that for saying. TV. Yeah, she, I don't think like, she'll do any loops. I don't think you don't think do. she'll do the NXT loops. Okay, here's because the, the issue is you don't want her footage of her wrestling getting out. Right, you want to control that. Right. I, I know what you're saying. She needs the experience. Yeah. She needs the experience, but if you unless you give her a moniker, and it still wouldn't matter. People will look at her like, ain't that? The Rock's daughter, like you kind of. No, see, I think you can give her a different moniker to get her to like just to be like just to just a young just boy throw, status, just, like, to throw you know, out. just to throw her out there. I think they they're gonna have to do that. Okay, well, if you do it that way, you give her a moniker because she can technically wrestle under Simone Johnson. She'd be Simone Maivia, or either fine, or. Right? It would, yeah. Nobody would be mad at either way, but you have to give her some type of BS moniker that you throw away out of a name generator. Let her if you're gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Wu Tang name generator. Throw her. Her in the loop. This way, she can just have regular matches to get that ring, you know, work together in front of crowds. Then, yeah, you do that until you're ready to make this NXT debut. Because I think that you know, we we <clears throat> being the like the hardcore fans, we would see that. But I think the general fan base, well, that's is what not it is. Seeking out footage well, from the floor from the coconut loops or whatever. But, the, but there's going to be people that are that go to those shows that are going to film her for it's those reasons. Such, it's such. I mean, like, and it's going to get out this? immediately. Yeah. But I just don't think that the majority audience listen, is Ryan, actually listen, seeking out footage this, of these these. Listen, Ryan, I'm say this from the bottom of my heart. I'm say this from the bottom of my heart. I understand that you want pro wrestling sheet to have the exclusive footage for which she does. <laughs> that's what it's like. I don't care about all this. I need to put this on the YouTube channel. Look. I just can't think of a lot of talent that they've had at the performance center that they don't right. put on the the loop. It's very rare. It's I mean it's I would imagine I mean for their first Lars was one of them for a long time. Right. Uh, but even. Lars needed to be on the loop, though. But I think Lars was on the loop still he needed when he was to. killing Miley. He needed to, though. You know what I'm saying? You have to have certain people that, remember, just just as you train. Or Dylan Miley when he yeah. had his whole, yeah. When you train, you know, some of these are just new talents. And so you have to get them used to the system. Some people come in and it's just like they catch it. Some people are Bianca Belair. Totally. It's like you can put her on a loop, but at the same time, you can go there and put her on TV. Put, totally. her, put her under a hood. Put her under a mask. Put her under a mask is That's something. a better idea. Yeah, put okay, just put her under Do a mask. Just let her yeah. wrestle as a mask. Nobody would know. Mm-hmm. You know, she would know. The people backstage would know. But let her wrestle under mask. Let her work around. Because this way she grows in her skills. So when she finally debuts on NXT TV, everybody's like, 
holy shit, what happened? How did she get to be this way? But you don't know she's been working out. See, I also don't think you debut her in NXT. Like, I think you could have her do the whole performance center stuff for a long time without it. I don't, I, you, you can't debut The Rock's daughter on, in NXT. You're talking about, keep, you want to throw I her know straight. I Charlotte Flair did it, so whatever. Yeah, but like, you want to throw her straight on the main mm, roster. Throw her out. There's The Rock's daughter, dude. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get thousand percent. I mean, we kind of got that with Dominic, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a similar situation. Yeah, but has Dominic had a match? No, 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 no. <laughs> but he did do, uh, he did I, a couple moves. So. I mean, he did a couple moves and got some TV time, but now they had Brock lay his ass out, and they was like, you going back down there. You go back there. Going back to Orlando. I mean, it really does depend on how quickly she picks up. You and Simone I mean, spar with each other. <laughs> Y'all going to work out spots. Because I just think that you don't want to waste, I, I shouldn't say waste, but... I mean, the Rock's daughter wrestling is the first fourth generation. Again, she's going to get a huge why would, push. Why wouldn't you put her on NXT? Just from saying that. Remember, that's the whole reason. The Charlotte, new generation. And, and also, the Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley situation. You're building up NXT. No, but this is five years from now. You get you say five years. I say three years. You say because I'm, I'm saying, saying two years. I'm saying two fair, years. Fair. I'll say Fine. two I'll be, years. I, I was even thinking that first one year. No, no way. She's if she's so been training, no. If she's been training for two years straight, and again, I love Sarah. She's been training two years straight. Well, she's been training. She's been training off and on. Okay, for two years. But then you got Sarah Del Rey, who's been making stars, women who would never get in the ring again. Yeah. Sarah Del Rey is the reason we have a Charlotte Flair. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She's the reason we have a Bianca Belair and some others. But imagine what she can do with that. Somebody who's, it's, again, it's in their blood. She's been on and off. And now you put her in straight for a year or two years in the PC. You go ahead and run with that. You're building up NXT. Mm-hmm. I know I know what you're saying about, yes, Raw and SmackDown are the shows. It's 15,000 people. It's just you don't have that. You don't have a fourth-generation superstar very often. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you, gotta, you have to treat that with. I get it, it's it's a, like with Ashley. Sorry, with with Charlotte. Yeah, excuse me, with Charlotte Flair. Like she, I think the difference was that she never wanted to be a wrestler, and so it was like let's see what she's got. She's taking on her brother's dream. I feel like with Simone, Simone has been wanting to be a wrestler since yeah, she but was also, ten years do old. Do you realize how the reception would be? Mm-mm. It's you're gonna get the most mixed reception ever from that. If you throw her, die Simone, die again. <laughs> if you, yes, exactly. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm okay with that. Because yeah. if you throw her on the t- one of the two main shows, you're gonna either a bunch of people are gonna boo the hell out of her because they're gonna be like, look at this, she getting pushed just because of who her daddy is, blah 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 blah. But she rises go, to the top, baby. This is absolutely true, and in some cases, it doesn't. We've seen this happen with <laughs> hey, the company. Yeah, we see that a lot. Sorry, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, hey, man. I hey, mean, oh, I, I wish it was better. We all do. We all do. B team, B team, go, go, go. <laughs> Away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> I like it. Poor guys. <laughs> Bo Dallas going to be so much better in the Firefly Flathouse. Uh, but, <laughs> but again, you'll have those who want to see her too. But it, like I said, it's split. It's just. How do you run this risk? How does she handle that? That's another thing. Because if you put her on the main show, she runs the risk of getting booed. And because some people aren't ready for that. boo the Rock's daughter? You have yeah. assholes out here. God, wrestling fans suck. Hey, man, when the Rock <laughs> came to like try to like you know give some shine to Roman after the Rumble, he, the Rock got booed. Yeah, that was different. That was, that was because they were already mad at Roman. Yeah. <laughs> They're already mad at Roman. You know how bad it is when the production truck got to drop out the crowd sound. <laughs> Let's not hear this right See, now. See, I, I feel like it'll be different. I feel like it'll be like, like with The Rock to Rocky Johnson, it was what? Decades. I guess it has been decades. But The Rock is still 
in fresh in the minds what? of wrestling fans. Have it happen. I feel like that's like they'll, they're going to take it to like this okay. Is, have it happen at thirty seven somehow, some way, where she makes an introduction in the ring. Sure. Although no, it's a little no, early yeah. for that. But okay. I, don't, I, I think I think it's going to be a while still. You I think, think the, I think so, it's going to be a while. So you think at a Royal Rumble would probably be best. I think it's going to be a while still. I, like I said, you, I said five years, but too many years. I, I want to say it'd be two, at least two, 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 two years. to three two years. years. Which, by the, the way, time goes anyway. When we look at calendars, it'll fly by. Unless yeah. she's just been blowing everyone at the way at the performance center, and we don't know that that we haven't heard about or right. something like that. But and also, I feel like you know Simone Johnson. I feel like however she ends up progressing will be the biggest testament to the Performance Center, too, because she is definitely the youngest person who started to train right. the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. No one started training the Performance Center like 16, 17 years old. Um, she, even though she's part of that lineage, this is where she learned to wrestle. Like, this place taught her to wrestle. I mean, I'm what, very happens with, what happens if Triple H's daughter start doing it? Like, <laughs> then that's when it gets well, real. <laughs> I tweeted this week, and I said, like, I'm ready for when... For when uh, Simone oh. turns on The Rock oh, and becomes yeah. Triple H's corporate champion oh, one day, dear God. and then she says, you know, like, like he had he let me train in secret because he saw you my didn't potential. want me to do this. You yeah. were just hanging out with Kevin Hart and doing Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies. You, know? you were making millions over millions yeah. of dollars, but he was like, I had passion for the, for our family business, and he was moving. <laughs> you did rampage. Yeah, okay? exactly, exactly. You did rampage. Exactly. Look, guys. I liked Rampage. <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. And then when I tweeted that, someone else was like, "Yeah." And then, uh, and then Triple H's daughter shows up like the Stone Cold of the situation, where she's just the anti-authority one. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love it." If she was older, that'd be perfect, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm stoked to see where that progresses. I'm also excited about WrestleMania coming back to LA. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania I mean, we all knew it was like we knew it. It's a brand new stadium being built in Los. We're just wondering if there's gonna be a Super Bowl before it happens. Just so they could, yeah, that was the thing. I, you know, I got to tour the place this week. I got to go to SoFi or whatever. Man, that place is huge, dude. Is it like Levi Stadium, kind of? Uh, like which one's Levi Stadium? Where we, when we went to WrestleMania. Oh. Mm, I, I think it's bigger, dude. Wow. Well, because I, yeah, SoFi I think is bigger square footage wise because they want to do way more, sure, dude. Sure. Like when you walked in. It, like it was like a like like it felt like Roman times like the way it's set up like was just so much stacked on top of each other just to all see in on it like it was it was crazy looking like it looked so cool is inside there, like, there. Is there a roof to that? So that's the other crazy part that I didn't know until I went there. There is a roof. It's not a dome. It's a translucent roof. Okay. So it's see through roof, right? Oh. But the way it's built like is tunes. so that they, basically it's like it's like a giant see through LED screen. Mm. So that they can project things on the the ceiling. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. So they can project nighttime. Yeah. Ooh, they can project whatever they want. So, so the Undertaker can get a real entrance. Yeah. So if, it, if it's daytime and Undertaker needs to come out and it has gotten He's dark, dark. Wow. they can make it dark in there. That's crazy. He, Stephanie said, and I didn't. Stephanie said while doing the scrum, I want to say I, I'm almost positive it was Stephanie who said this, and I was like, whoa. Is she said because. In the in the graphics they show online, it just says SoFi on the roof. Yeah, but she says that they can add whatever branding they like. That's the that's the SoFi that it shows in the pictures. That's just what it's projecting. Yeah, and that they can project whatever image they want on top. Oh, too. so you already know so what these you, WrestleMania entrances are going to look like with some projected off the that's top. Crazy. Yeah. So they said she said that in theory, if you're in a plane 
and you're flying over SoFi, they can project whatever they want. So they can be showing you whatever they want. So they can have a giant WWE logo. It can be the show that's airing so that people in the plane would see it. As you're landing at As you're landing, you're seeing something crazy (laughs) go down. I'm missing that. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's crazy. Look, I'm losing all this weight and getting in shape. Just I'm trying to be uh, extra for WrestleMania (laughs) in that building. (laughs) I'm 37. I know know people listen to this and listen to Ryan because Ryan is now somebody important. He's always been that way, but he's elevated. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always been important. How how how, uh, how done does it look? You know what? It's pretty done. It's it, it, it like the structure is all done. It, right. it appears like they're still doing things. It seems more like the outside. They're still working on like putting all the like stuff. You know, like the trees and yeah, the plants yeah. and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, the, the atmosphere around the it. atmosphere around. Oh, so it. they're already at that. But point. the inside. I mean, no, no, they're still working to be done right, on the inside. Right, sure, sure. Um, like. There's no glass panels and stuff. You right. All the like the the suites and stuff yeah. like that still need panels added to it. But, but there's suites. They're there. Yeah, you okay. can see they're there. You can see what it looks like. Oh, okay. that's great. You know, they said that it's 85 percent done. That is the field good. is the field down there? No, or? field wasn't down there yet. Okay, um, just what would be the field? Yeah. Um, and it's funny too, since like there was all this construction going on. Like the, when we went to the press conference, we had to wear a full hard hat. <laughs> yeah, construction stuff. Which, the yellow thing was a little bit silly. Like, I don't know why I needed to wear the yellow vest Calm on down. top it's of it. It's reflective. Oh, well, yeah. They just we wear. weren't in an actual... Like, nothing was moving near us. And also, the talent didn't have to wear it. They're way more important than the rest of us. <laughs> That's true. Like, you know? Yes, yeah, I mean, who would... I mean, you just said that you're important, but you're not that. You're no, not that. exactly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Who would you rather lose, Roman Reigns or, or Ryan, Ryan Satin? Satin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the helmet on Roman Reigns. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of comments. This is say Ryan <laughs> They're like, Ryan Satin, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, so but it's also funny because I was thinking, okay, well, this is a this is a construction site, so you know, the power and stuff's probably not working. Like the water's probably not working, yeah. so I'm gonna go pee before I get there. And so I went pee before I got there, but then I downed a water, and then I went there, and I had to pee so bad, and I was just thinking, like, God, I have to go so. We're going to pee in the porta potty. I'm gonna have to wait to the porta potty. That's what I was thinking. Hold yeah. on, like, but we were in like this area, sure, you know. So I was just sitting there like, all right, I'm just gonna wait body and so i had to wait for like an hour and a half and i was like dying and finally all right i'm gonna leave and so i start to walk out and they like i had to like escort us out so we knew which way to go and i say to the lady like is there a porta potty in the bathroom she's like oh no the bathroom's just right there (laughs) and i was i was so mad at myself i could have been like this whole time i held it like what the hell man that's torture my bladder is cussing me out right now it was um but yeah you know one of the things i'm most interested in wrestlemania 37 coming to la is you know the last time it was here in 2005 Five, one it wasn't it mainly it wasn't this like giant week long event that has a million I'm so excited. it wasn't like this you know uh, you know where every there's a hundred thousand indie shows that happen at the same time oh this is gonna be bananas. bananas and on top of that these people are all underestimating the traffic out here oh my god yeah these, these people are all gonna be late to every show hey guys there's a lot of traffic. There's so much traffic, and just you better you better hope that there is just like warehouses that they're renting out <laughs> Listen, in different areas. Five miles takes a long time. At certain don't times. let anybody tell you that people in California, more specifically Los Angeles, are overreacting. No, no, no. <laughs> let me tell you, it takes me like to get to this studio from my house about an hour, and that's like there's not that much traffic right now. Try to see how many miles away my home. My home is is. 
20 miles from here, and it takes me an hour. So. Usually people say, hey, Kevin, you drive a lot. You go to shows a lot. You go to comedy shows. You're always in L.A. I'm like, ah, it takes me like 35, 45 minutes. People from one side of L.A. to the other side, probably an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, also, easily. Yeah, because relationships have ended because people don't want to go over the hill. They're like, oh, she's <laughs> – oh, you moved to the west side? side. Uh, uh, I live you. in Van Nuys. I can't go. Yeah, I'm a valley guy, so I get that. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm in Echo Park. You're in – you're moving to Culver City. Um, well, it's been real. real. There you go. <laughs> uh, one of my other, one of the other things I found interesting this week was uh, Brandy Rhodes coming out and confirming that she is done with the Nightmare Collective. Um, Nightmare Collective was not well received by fans. I think that's safe to say, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so she did an interview with Wrestling Observer Live on on a, mm-hmm. uh, last week. Uh, and uh, was it? No, it was this week. I think it was last Tuesday. Week. This is sometime this week. Yeah, it was this week. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was this week. And she um, basically went into a lot of detail about it. She said that the idea was originally supposed to be managing her managing Awesome Kong and that Kong wanted to change her look as well as her vibe uh, by cutting off her opponent's hair. Um, but then as things kind of started, it was kind of like different minds, all kind of like too many cooks in the kitchen, mm-hmm. so to speak, and things kind of like started to like change basically and now because of that um she basically decided to to make her exit from the group basically she wasn't feeling it the fans weren't feeling it um and it seems like luther is going to be doing his own solo thing now i have so much respect for brandy i've had it we i interviewed her in this very studio before for her to be as transparent like that to say listen people weren't feeling it you don't hear many people in that top position in companies openly say that. They'll just sure. say, well, we had creative ideas that we decided to go in another direction. To be honest and understand what it is, that's one thing I respect about her, Cody, the Bucks, and even Kenny with this transparency they're trying to show you with the business. And, I mean, this is what they say, stated, stated from the beginning is that we're going to listen to the fans. And I feel like this is one of the biggest times where they've out – Outwardly said, like, yes, yeah, we're listening to the fans, and we're like, you guys said you don't like this. Yeah, all right, we're, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, gonna yeah. Because I mean, I understand what she was trying to go for, and again, we all saw it developing. But then when you did the Luther thing and everything else, it started getting real convoluted. And like she just said, too many, like you said, Ryan, excuse me, too many. But cooks she said in, it. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, too many cooks. Like I understand you have a creative team. But every time somebody's like, all right, let's add this part to it. Let's add this little element to it. Right. Okay, what about this? All right, y'all realize you've gotten completely away from the base. Yeah, and she said that basically there wasn't a time to explain what they were even trying to go for, so just everyone was just confused. It was just yeah. a big confusing thing. I was even more confused, like, even just, like, the exiting of the collective where, like, where Kong was that that her departure from the group was on dark. That was – that I was, was waiting for you guys to mind. finish your guys' point. That was my other question. I was going to say – Agreed. Transparency, I like it. Mm. Uh, completely agree. The only thing I was thinking is like, I did think it was a little odd to not end it on the show in which people were unhappy with it by. Like, right. and I guess that's is that where you're getting rid of it without taking up space in a sense. Again. I guess, but you would think you'd want to show the no, fans no, no, no. I get, I get that, that you're listening because, like, let's let's say for example, like the Spirit Squad. I like the Spirit Squad. <laughs> But I feel like people didn't like the Spirit Squad. They yeah. shipped away. And so it was like, <laughs> when we're got shipped shipping OB- them away. No, they shipped them to OVW yeah. in a crate. We're <laughs> shipping them away in a crate to let you guys know we heard you. We're fucking done with the Spirit Squad. You know, like, we get it. Sorry. That's so funny. And and, and as, as silly as that may be, it at least lets the fans know, like, okay, cool, we got what we wanted, right? 
I do think that just pretending like it didn't ever well, occur thing, is weird. But again, we talked about this before last time I was on here. With AEW, they have it where you have to go to all these different elements to get the full story. And I think that's a bad part about yeah, it. Yeah, but I said, yeah, I said yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to go to AEW Dark. You got to go to be in the elite. You know what I'm saying? As well as AEW Dynamite. It's too many different elements to try to keep up with one story. Right. It's like, I get it. I know you want to drive. You understand that traffic comes from all these different things, but you got to have something that's just centralized. At least like a recap on something like that. Yes. something on the main show. Well, I think uh, Maybe I'm like guessing that. in their minds, Brandy running out during the lashing sure, was I get that. It. I get it, but the, uh, but that didn't explain anything. It didn't. To me, I was watching like, wait, wait, why is she not a, right? Why is she not a cult leader anymore? What I was, happened? I was, I was like waiting to be like, is she gonna do something to heal him with her magic powers? And then I go like, well, so wait, are we to are we to believe that this is real? Was the point like this is real? Right. Yeah. But then is everything else on the show fake? That she was doing yeah. like that to me, you like you. It's like this weird line sure. to yeah. a certain degree, um, but but I do agree. I, I'm, I'm, I think it was 100 percent the right call to drop it, uh, and and I do like that they kind of like very oh, pretty. She's pretty honest. It was about like, it. yo, y'all didn't like it. We weren't you liking where we're going. We just said it's done. In our uh, group text, I do like that. Jamie was like, somebody shaved their head for this, and now they're just like, <laughs> now I got a shaved head. Right? You hear about that? In, who's the there's one person who talks about that who like says like in WWE they were like, you gotta shave your head and then he did and they were like, Where'd your long hair go? And he was like, What? Uh. <laughs> I wanna say it was Lance Archer, like when he had that short hair for a second oh, when he was no. when he was Lance Hoyt. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You know, y'all just told me like seventy two hours ago to just cut my hair. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 have the, one of, I have the text message that <laughs> that somebody <laughs> sent is right. No, oh, so I'm not Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to Raw. Uh, I want to talk about uh, a couple things. Uh, first, obviously, we got to talk about Shayna Baszler chomping on Becky's neck. Okay, okay. I saw <laughs> I've been trying to put this clip on Twitter. The moment I saw that, it, it was like, whoa. And then Becky's response, did that bitch bite me? Did she bite me? All I kept thinking about was that episode of Martin when they went to Chilligan's Island. The first time he fought that pu- was like that mouse puppy thing. And he, he fought him out the door. And then Martin was like, did he bite me? Did he bite me? Do I got rabies? Do I need a rabies shot? I- that was the only thing I could think about for over an hour. I was crying laughing. I was like, wait, this is what we doing with Shane Baszler? Taking chunks out of the back of necks? Like, how did they hold that blood pack in there that low? I was wondering that, too. I, as as, as corny as it like was with the blood pack, I was like, where did where was it? Like, did she have it in her? She had I'm, to have had it in her in the guard. mouth guard, right? Oh, it was it, it had to had be. be in the guard. Okay, it's the only way I could think of because like, I was like, if Becky takes a bump, like <laughs> because she couldn't have it like taped to her neck, right? So you think she had it in the mouth guard, and that's why yeah. she pulled the mouth, like yeah. the whole pulling out the mouth yeah. guard thing? Because that was like her I think so. secret was. Or she probably had them in her jaw. She probably had a couple pills. Oh, in her maybe jaw. that too. Yeah. yeah, and then she just takes them. They're in her jaws already. You don't see her. She never really opens up her mouth fully. She just ah! but you see the mouth guard. True. Takes the mouth guard out. Bop. When she goes, soon as she goes down on the neck, pop him. <laughs> True. I was in the house for it, and I was just like, "What is happening right now?" I was st- I was like I was like yeah Shane I'm throwing up my 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 uh, spade but I was like what is happening right now she's now is she a car- or is she a cannibal now so let's go you'll start with you thumbs up or thumbs down on I just, that, that thumbs down I, thumbs up okay if only if they don't go further with it I just so like 
No. If they don't make Shayna's gimmick a vampire, right, thumbs right, up. Right, thumb, then they're like like, like, a, a, like a one up, one down, like an Orange Cassidy <laughs> thumbs up, like uh, a freshly squeezed, freshly thumbs, squeezed up. thumbs up. Anything that can make me cry, because I'm about to start crying again, <laughs> laughing, because I just couldn't believe they did this. Like this is how you ended. I understand you want to set this up because you have to set up something for the women because Super Showdown's coming up and they're not gonna wrestle again. So I get it, but I was like, wait, we're do. Please, God, don't do this old extra layer of goth. So, or for you, thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> a similar, oh, a freshly oh, squeezed fresh thumbs squeeze. up. Yeah, but freshly. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I, okay. Because, okay, I, I did make fun of the Britt Baker. Here comes some shit. No, no, <laughs> I did make fun of the Britt Baker, Yuka Sakazaki thing for looking a little, yeah. like, corny. Because it was clear that it was the blood capsules. So, yes, it 100% looked corny to me when I watched it. Uh, I... I think the only thing I liked about it was that Britt uh, uh, Baker and Yuka Sakazaki to me did not accomplish this. Was this got people to talk, talking at sure. least? People were like, "What the fuck just happened?" It's a meme, you know. Yes, yeah, it's a meme yeah. immediately. Like with Britt Baker, it was like, "Oh, that's silly. She didn't knock her tooth out," you right. know. And then they moved on from it. To me, and maybe it was because it was against mm. Becky Lynch of all people. Like the star caliber of the two people sure. made made more people yeah. want to talk about it. Um, but I did, I did go like, okay, that looks really cheesy. But then at the same time, like, I laughed my ass off at it. That's the thing. I so, like, I can't be mad. I, I can't compl- I'm not going to say it was, like, compl- I'm not going to complain about it. Because at the end of the day, like, wrestling can be cheesy. And I'm, I get it, you of know? Course, like, yeah. like and, and, the, and the Yuka Sakazaki thing, like, at least, I think the match beforehand is what r- threw me off. Because I really felt like they didn't click at all. Like, I wasn't feeling it. Uh, so I think at least like, with Becky and Oscar, they had this like dope match beforehand, mm. and then you were like, "What's Shayna doing? Cool, Shayna's now finally been waiting for this." And then you're like, "Wait, what the? Why is she? What if? What if she says? What, what, what if? What if Shayna says Ronda told me to take a bite out your ass? Like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. they, they, if that be the case, if she can explain it with something like that, like I'm taking a bite out of you, some it's got to be something on this next promo, on this next raw. <laughs> Agreed. I really do think that it, it it's made or broken. On however Shayna explains Absolutely. it. Yes. Because, like, Shayna tweeted, because during the press conference for WrestleMania. Um, She's got a thirst for blood. Well, sh- during the press conference for WrestleMania uh, 37 uh, out here in L.A., uh, Becky was wearing a neck I know, and I heard day. you ask the question. Was like, yeah. She gave me a little sassle. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Call me Becky the Vampire Slayer. I was like, what? I was like, you're selling it, sell it, sell That's it. That's what I thought. I was like, I was like oh, this is a bad thing to ask. I think she was just kidding. Though. No, I, I know she, for sure, but it was just like, she gave me like a little weird look. And I think it was because oh, she, next question. I think <laughs> it was because she had just walked from the other scrum and talked to them about it uh, too. Uh, so she and she was like already over it, I think. Yeah. But it's like, but that's like, what you came here to sell. You came here to sell it. Like, <laughs> you, I mean, John Moxley's walking around every day. Patch, yeah. with patch. Like yeah. legit real life down the street. <laughs> And it's funny too because I finally watched Minoru Suzuki versus Moxley, and there's a point when the eye patch like just comes up and his eye looks totally normal and fine. Oh really? He didn't, he didn't have the other th- no, the other bandage. I, 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 I almost screen grabbed it, but I didn't want to tick. But like there was one point because I happened to pause it for a second because like the phone rang and I paused it and I was like, oh wait, oops! Like and it was like you could see the other part underneath came up and his uh, eye just looked totally normal. Hey, and fine. You know what? I mean, it's been over a month. It's a, I'm sure there's a lot of healing going on. It's, it's bound to look better now, Ryan. There should be the real coloration, you know, yeah, so that this coloration is back around. He's just like, being cautious right like, now. I'm not going to be that guy. You don't want to get dirt. You can't get dirt in that eye. I mean, the doctors are telling them, hey, still keep it covered. It's for the best. <laughs> look at your elbow. We need to keep it covered. It's fine. <laughs> 
Look at you. <laughs> you. You got past the staff. You still you wearing that badge? Still has that bandage on. Being safe. Yeah, it's being Look, safe. I don't blame exactly. exactly. Um, All the sweat of people with a bandage too. But for those of you who didn't see the video, I asked her about it, and yeah, she, like they said that she was like, "Oh, just call me Becky the Vampire Slayer." And Shayna quote tweeted it and said, "LOL, okay, Buffy, but living in make believe won't stop reality." Um, I want to get a better explanation than that. I hope they're not. I hope they're not just gonna like breeze past it. It would be nice to explain why Shayna suddenly wanted to bite someone. I was like, head. you trying to paralyze it? That's a vertebrae. You go in there. It's a vertebrae. She's just like, Shane's going to be like, it's part of my new collective of nightmares. No. <laughs> no, we got away from it. No. Uh, uh, you got spooky characters on this show, too? <laughs> uh, during the conference call, too, I thought it was interesting uh, for, that Triple H did with the media for uh, TakeOver Portland this weekend. Um, I asked if Shayna is now raw talent, and he said that he looks at it uh, as like sports, and that like in his eyes that she's still NXT talent unless they make some sort of trade or deal for her. So I'm wondering if they're going to do some weird thing where she gets traded for someone from Raw. I mean, there's a bunch of people you can just send down there, like Sarah. Yeah, we're giving you Sarah Logan. That was, was honestly that was what a lot of the people replied. I asked them like, who would you guys want? Who do you think would be a good trade to, for, for for a lot of Sarah Logan? But if we're looking like, at like Logan sports, go back to NXT. If we're looking at like sports, it's got to be equal. You got to be equal. Yeah. So it's got to be a couple people. Yeah, so it's a couple one person. Yeah, but that's like okay. So Lana, Liv Morgan, Sarah. No, not Lana. Lana's too embroiled with everything. the Bobby Lashley thing. Okay, yeah. so Liv Morgan, maybe like Dana Brooke. Dana's on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Dana's you're right. on SmackDown. You're right. So it's like, yeah, I get the, if they're gonna do the trade thing. You gotta have a couple people that go down. I but look, now you have Liv with with Ruby, who's they got a feud going on now. Yeah, Ra. that's true. Ugh, it's kind of. I mean, maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be another woman's talent. It could be just. Oh, a, yeah, a it could talent. be. A, I, I was intending if if they are going to go the trade route, it's going to have to be uh, with some with some guys. All right, here's what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. Okay, B team is on SmackDown or Raw. I think they're Raw. They're SmackDown. They're Smack- okay, so cool. So what you do is you, I don't give a shit what program three way trade three way trade. I don't give a shit what program they're, 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 what show they're on right now. You send the AOP back down to NXT <laughs> for Shayna Baszler. No way, they're in the middle. I of don't one. give a shit. I just <laughs> said this. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's what just, I would have liked to have seen, but they can't because he's on SmackDown. Is Shayna Baszler for Sami Zayn? Yeah, yeah, that but he's on nice SmackDown. One. But he has a he has a manager license now. So he could go across brands. So does that technically mean that he could get traded? To be honest with you, I wanted in my <laughs> mind it was it was both of them. It was Cesaro, and let's Shinsuke stay on SmackDown. Caesar and, and send, uh, Caesar. Send, send old Caesar and Sammy yeah. back to SmackDown yeah. to because I feel like there Sammy has to be the most wasted talent in WWE. He, right now. Is he injured? Not from not from what I've heard. Because that was the only thing I can think of. Like I'm like, okay, you're. I understand when if it he first was injured, started. If he was injured, they wouldn't want to have him ringside. That's true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. From what I've heard, that's just this is what they want him to do right now. You gotta love. You gotta love creative creative decisions. Again, I, being somebody in the business, you, you understand how decisions. Creative decision. I do. Is is is, is uh, Garza going to stay up once Andrade is back? That was another question I had. Honestly, to that, I was going to get to this. I was going to get to this when we start discussing NXT. But like, I was thinking this. More confusing is that Garza's kind of like a face on 
NXT kind of, <laughs> mm, isn't he? Is not he? No, well, kind of, but not really. He proposed to his girlfriend. Yeah, but he was, still like a, he was a dick when he did it. When he did it? No, he was very nice right when he did it. Right before when he did it. He was a dick before he proposed. And then afterwards, he was kind of a dick, too, just because he's like, he's cocky. Okay, okay. And so, like, I think the cocky makes you go, oh, he's he's a bad guy. I will say, it was a little, I thought it was funny, I saw someone point this out, and honestly, it passed me by how he proposed to his girlfriend, <laughs> and now he's on Raw calling himself a ladies' man. Right. Yeah, I was like, uh. Hey, obviously, he's a ladies' man. He was able to secure a, a proposal and a fiance. That's the ultimate type of ladies' man there is. You're able to have somebody that wants to marry you. Yeah. There you go, guys. Let's do Shayna Baszler for <laughs> EC3. That is, that's, again, you still have to put more people. You just said, you said, um, so it's Sarah Logan, EC3, and somebody, Eric oh, Young? No, this is what you do. Everybody that runs in the train for the damn 24 7 title. So, the whole train <laughs> the of people. Whole, so they have the train of them running, and then they, they like do like a cartoon, and they go through like the backstage, <laughs> and they all go into the back of a truck, and then somebody like, like it's the NXT, Hunter just like closes the door, and then starts driving off. We got you, we got him back. Yes! Success. That, I mean, if you say equal value, you get rid of all of them that run on that damn track. I love the idea of Kenyon Seaman of like he's he tells them catering is that way, you know, and they're also oh that door's catering, yeah, and then right when they go through, he shuts the truck door, <laughs> picks up the phone. We got him, Hunter. We got him back. We're good. You got how many? We They've got been eight. secured. We've got eight. All right, send We Shana. got Cedric Alexander. We got Tazawa. We got them all back. Everybody, you you just was like, hey, what else are we gonna do with him? We even got no way he'll sway back. Okay. We, <laughs> <laughs> and the conga line is at the end of him just sitting yeah. there running with him. <laughs> he, he just says, mm, that guy's tall. He's got some size on him. All right, you guys right. can get in the right. I, I think we can just sign Eric Watts. Let's get him in there. <laughs> 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 my boy, I love. I love watching like being at like a live or like, anything like best. live, and you're like locally because you're like, yeah. I know these local talent, and like I'm like, oh, Watts is about there doing this conga line right now. I want to so do the good. conga line. I want to do that with them. I like. I was trying to figure out who do I talk to. Like I'll do. <laughs> Ask Watts. He knows. Let me tell you something. If I had, if Adam Rose was still around, damn it, I'd have been the bunny. It was fucking. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'd have fucking been. They'd be like, yo, that bunny is thick. Like <laughs> you guys got a little ahead of me. Uh, but this is also, it, but this actually is perfect segue into another thing I kind of wanted to Adam bring Rose. up here. No, it was <laughs> actually, you know, the the twenty four seven types. I, you know, we saw squash matches against Cedric Alexander, Tazawa, um, and and to a certain degree Mojo Raleigh. Um, what do you do? You think that it's a waste of talent to have guys like that? being squashed to a certain degree to technically make them like enhancement talent. I think I think when it comes to uh, Cedric Alexander absolutely cuz that was a dude that you were high on, you were doing these vignettes about him and now he's losing in a minute. Yeah. I, I don't cuz I what they were they they is a talented guy too. No, but, oh, yeah, but no to, I'm but not he, he, wasn't, he wasn't in the ring as the Styles. He wasn't yeah. getting pushed like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but it's 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 weird. It's very weird because even on SmackDown, when we get to it, you got Apollo Crews now at that same situation. So it's like, what do you? Well, Mojo lost to Drew McIntyre in a minute. Well, listen, it's or three Mo- seconds or whatever. Pardon the expression. It's Mojo fucking Raleigh. Yeah, okay. but at the same time, they were featuring him yeah, a bunch. Yeah, a this is true. Again, but at, but at the same time, let's look at this. Drew McIntyre, who is on his way to WrestleMania, sure, is on his sure. monster. Yeah, but then he lost to Street Profits this week in like two seconds this again, is, yeah, and then is. had Mo- Rick Moss pin him. 
who hasn't even had a promo yet. So like, I don't even know if he knows how to talk. According yeah. To so I was like, man, like, is this like what is? I was confused because like it's it's that time of year where you get the mojo push because you're like. Maybe he might. Maybe we might. gotta get Gronk. <laughs> Gronk yeah. 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 So you get the mojo pushing in, in around around this time of year. So you think they and finally got the word he's not yeah, coming exactly. in? That's what I'm thinking. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Gronk is not coming in. So they're like, we're done with the experiment. Let's break them up. <laughs> guess Wait a guess he doesn't need a lineman after all. Two weeks. Let's get they, were doing the, they were doing the run sheet for Raw. Somebody texted him was like. This is Gronk's agent. He will not be able to. Do it. <laughs> All right, I need to make some changes. <laughs> uh, so Mojo's against True Street Profits. I am one of you who actually, I really do. I think Mojo is super entertaining, and I actually liked his whole hype gimmick thing back in mm. the day. Um, but it does feel like they only like the rabbit or the carrot being you know held in front of yeah. them is one hundred percent like. We get Gronk to come get in. Come like, up, if you get Gronk yeah. to do a thing. We listen. promise we'll tell the security not to bother him this <laughs> now, time. Now, you know how people have been featured endeavored a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. If you <laughs> can tell your friend <laughs> to come on, man. If he, he wants to get hyped You ever heard one of those, like, ironclad, the, the, the unfireable types, you know? Like, those people say, like, they can't get fired. <laughs> same for saying this. <laughs> listen, you know they had a clock for JTG. <laughs> <laughs> The website. Do you think? Okay, my question back to the drop. I don't the, the party the, with the, you. It's chill. The, the enhancement set of, of things. Do you think that it's that it's better to use established talent to help get someone over, like like a like these people that we're referring to, like like Drew McIntyre's the, the I think, I think the tossing pieces, or enhancement talent, like jobbers. Like I think, I think talent. mixing it up is fine. I think mixing it up in because hey, so this guy's gonna have his. Uh, he's be on fire. He's gonna have a streak. Let's make it a little more realistic. If a guy's having a streak, let's have him defeat these like other guys that are also established on the show quickly. Why not? Because he's 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 hyped and he's ready for his mania match. I think it really but, depends to me on who. Yeah, well, like for instance, with the Viking Raiders, for months, for months, all we got <laughs> them were just squashing jobbers to the point where we like we get it. <clears throat> We get it. Give them a match. And it has to happen. You have to have developed talent to make it count. Yeah. Because if you're just doing jobbers, everybody's like, okay, we get it. You can beat nobody. Right, right. You can beat nobody's. Can you beat somebody that is a superstar? So Drew McIntyre, granted, he's going to whoop 95% of people anyway. Of course. But Mojo Rawley is considered a champion at the time. No matter how we feel about that title, he was still considered a champion because he had it for a minute. <laughs> Remember, before they before the loss to Riddick Moss, they would make sure that the 24-7 stipulation is off. You know, so right. you have him beat somebody. Drew McIntyre has to do it because he has to run through people, of course. But you have to have those situations, unfortunately. And with those situations, somebody has to be that that pariah. Somebody has to be the person that's being fed to people. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that's, that, that makes sense. That certainly makes sense. But there are um, guys like Cedric Alexander where it definitely seems like a big waste. Yeah, I, and and Cedric Alexander isn't even being quiet about it. No, no, he, he feels like it's being a big waste. Yeah, he, you could tell because he tweeted last night saying uh, "frustrated" is an understatement, and then pinned it. So no, it pinned it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. When you pin it, <laughs> yeah, you know it's bad when you pin it. Like because you're like, I'll take on the the likes from the bots too. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you know, it to I me. Want everybody, anybody that was looking up the word frustration, it's right here. 
<laughs> um, okay, so speaking of frustration, uh, we had another big thing that happened in my – well, big in my opinion to a certain degree, and that was everything that happened with Matt Hardy uh, and Randy Orton this week. Uh, you had Randy Orton come out to uh, talk about Edge, and then he gets interrupted by Matt Hardy, and uh, myself and probably every wrestling fan watching was like, wait, what? What? Right. Of all people to defend Edge, it's – Matt Hardy? But then, you know what? Yeah. The way they he turned it. it. it great. Like, honestly, I was sitting there like, I was like, my Twitter fingers were hot. I was like, I was, <laughs> I picked up my phone like, and I was like, Matt Hardy defending Edge's honor? Like, what? And then like, as I, before I could hit send, it was like, I was sort of like, oh, oh, this is good. Oh, this makes sense. What yeah. are you saying? You know, like, all right. Like, I deleted the tweet. Like, I did, I, did, I put in drafts. Like, all right, cool. We'll say, you know? <laughs> And then, like, save this for later. Save this for a second, you know. And then, uh, and honestly, I felt like not only did he, did he make it make sense uh, why he was there, uh, but really, like, did a really good job of encompassing his career in WWE and getting to have a good exit. You know, like I loved it. I, I thought, you know, like from what I've been told, the intention was to write him off. Like that, that, that was the plan here. This was this wasn't a last minute. This, no, that I, 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 you know, his contract expires in March, March first. Yeah. So I mean, that's a couple weeks away. I, I just was. Uh, I the only thing that I, I wanted out of that more was. For Randy Orton to punt kick him. Me too. The only thing I, was I, like, I was like, let him be. Let's 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 refer him to. He's like he's like you've had a legendary career, Matt. And then just punt kick. Yeah, him. I think I'm a legend killer. Yeah. yeah. So two things. Either they're saving the punk kick punk for a big moment. Oh, oh, that's WrestleMania. Oh, that's the WrestleMania moment. You think that's WrestleMania versus versus because it's not him and Edge at Super Showdown, is it? No. Right. So it's him and Edge at WrestleMania. You think he's in a punk kick? He has to win if he hits the punk. If he has the punk kick, he's gotta win. You I don't sure? think he's beating that. I'm saying like if he if he punk kicks Beth, which is that's the, what I was thinking. I, I, oh my, or like you, Christian. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd rather say Christian <laughs> for sure, absolutely. But like, well, Christian's not cleared though. I don't. Yeah. Think. yeah. So like, uh, you punk kick Beth Phoenix. I just I'm, on NXT. If he shows up in NXT and punk kicks Beth Phoenix, let me tell you something. If you want Randy, Randy Orton already had nuclear heat from the segment oh, with Ed. He caught the nu- nuclear heat. Yeah. If you want this shit to go worldwide extinction level event heat, let him go on NXT. I want. I, I kind of I want that because like it. I will say, like, his run in the past year, I've actually been more interested in Me Randy too. Orton. Me too. I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and for great. a real long time. Yeah. And like, great. He's a great worker, and that go, without a doubt. He always has really great moments to Seth Rollins sing at Mania, but he's been really interesting this year. Yeah. And I think that this heel turn, going back to, like, a full-blown heel, was amazing. Yo, and absolutely. Like, and I, I feel like... I like I feel like he wants to come to work if he could be just like a fucking like piece of shit. Yeah, He's totally. Like, Let me be a piece of shit. Well, there's this there's this thing a lot of people have said. I you guys might have heard it too that when Randy Orton wants to play, he will play. Oh yeah. Sure. And this is where he wants to play. He is having fun again. Well, Randy Orton always comes alive during WrestleMania season. Like mm. when the road to WrestleMania is approaching, he like and like he know cuz it's I mean there's always going to be something at WrestleMania a spot for Randy Orton yeah. until until he retires. So like you know he always, you could see he gets like re-energized. And he goes on a little vacation before like yeah. you know ha, you know he's staying on an island for a little yeah, bit. He goes to an yeah. island with his wife has all these fancy dinners. Gets have, all pumped her again. Give him an RKO. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and then he comes in and he's just like hundred percent ready to go. And, and and the fact that he is. Even more motivated than normal this year because he gets to work with Edge. He's pumped. He's, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you can see that. He's, he's like, I'm just, with my friend. Like, yeah. he gets to do like some crazy thing. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard they're trying. I, I, from what I heard, I, I, 
I, I have not confirmed this with, with a ton of sources, but I heard they're pushing for some sort of hardcore match, too. It's got to be a chairs match. Or like a last man standing or something like crazy. that. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know if they're going to well, do it, but well, I've heard there's been – they have they've that, pushed yeah. for it. Well, this way you can save both of them. Exactly. No matter, <laughs> this way, no matter how the whoever wins, nobody takes a pin. It's also Edge's first full match back, so you think you want to give him a little bells and whistles to yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. – Yeah, you want to ease him back ease in. Back in. <laughs> Although, I don't know if like taking a bunch of chairs is easing back into it. Hey, man, can you imagine just being at the performance center like, all right, so today is hit Edge with chairs. So, listen, I understand Someone how much – get out. There. <laughs> Dominic, listen, I know you hung out at the house. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, 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 I thought this was great the way it was done um, with Matt Hardy. I felt like, you know, with his contract ending, I like that he kind of like got to be old Matt Hardy, remind mm. everyone what he did, and then get to go out in a cool angle to help promote, you know, help building towards WrestleMania or whatever. Yeah, like when you see like an indie talent like leave a company to go like signing, they usually or anybody like they put someone over. I also and think like it's a way of putting over a story. I also think that to me at least at this point, it's pretty evident. Unless they're trying to swerve us, that Matt Hardy is the exalted one right. in the oh, dark yeah. order. So it's, it's, it would be a huge swerve. Yeah. So him losing what happens, only adds into that, in my opinion. What happens if it is though? If it's not Matt if Hardy, it, yeah. What happens if, if it's, it's like not, Christopher Daniels? <laughs> right. That's the, that's the other thing. Where that's I'm the like, only because mm. honestly, playing, if it's Christopher Daniels it's and the dark order, it's gonna be the biggest letdown. If it's yeah. not Matt Hardy at this point, but you, it's I, gonna be the biggest. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, like. Dude, they start, they like, now that I'm like, now that it's all coming closer, you know, it, you it see up. that the Dark Order's whole thing has been to help people on a losing streak. Matt Hardy has been on a losing streak. Oh, so with Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, you don't see them being exalted. And then on top of that, you know, the first time they showed like the thing with the exalted one, when they finally, when the full video of it got released, yeah. it started with him going, wonderful at the beginning yeah. of it, you know, and that was a... You know, unlisted YouTube video that they put out to try and like not be too obvious about it. You know, and and the more I look at it, even now, you know, after the show, Matt Hardy tweets goodbye, right? And then the next morning, Uno tweets, "You say goodbye, I I say say hello." hello. Like it's it's seeming and on and on Dynamite this week, they were like. You know, uh, this isn't the full Dark Order. More of a there's another coming. Like the Exalted One is coming soon. But at the same time, I mean. Uno's been known to be a big Beatles fan, so... <laughs> Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Uno loves Yellow Submarine, we know. all about it. You see what I'm saying? Like, they could be swerving us, and it could be Daniels. I mean, it's like, it's one of those things... Where, I think it's the opposite. I think they want you to think it's Daniels from everything they've do, they're doing, Yeah, but and every, it's going to be Hardy. Yeah, okay. Because... Oh, no, no, I'm with you, and I'm with you. Because even when, my, when I tweet saying it's Matt Hardy, you're like, oh, I don't know, it's going to be Christopher Daniels. It looks pretty obvious. It's going to be Christopher Daniels. Well, you know, t- like, That's what you just said. I tweeted out, and you let Twitter be like... <laughs> <laughs> you just said, I tweeted it out. You know, Twitter's like, well, you know, how do you know, right? Listen, this is what they're doing with well, Christopher Daniels. Listen, why well, he keeps going in the back every time. Well, but, I, I feel I feel left out. <laughs> 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 um, I also, I feel like the other big clue is the fact that, like, on being the... Sorry, not being the elite, excuse me. On... See? Um, how many different <laughs> <I know. laughs> on uh, free the delete uh, that Matt Hardy puts out? You know the whole story has been that his inner self, like the the, the broken character or yeah. whatever, is 
being taken over by something called abomination. And abomination is very bad. And this abomination is basically taking over the vessel of Matt Hardy and that soon broken Matt will be dead is basically what the whole story has been. And he'll be exalted to the Dark Order. And, I mean, even on this week where he's... Yeah. The, the, the abomination is slowly taking over now. He, like, he's walking with, with uh, Vanguard 1... And then Vanguard 1 says to him, like, thanks for having trust in me. Like, I'm here to help you. And he grabs Vanguard 1, and he's, like, and it turns turns red, the screen or whatever, and he's shaking it. Why would I trust a stupid little trinket like you? And earlier in the episode, or the previous episode when Vanguard 1 found Matt, he did, like, diagnostics <laughs> tests on him, and it said, broken Matt, my leader, all that kind of stuff. This time when he was shaking it and going, like, why would I trust you? It was doing the diagnostics test, and it was saying unidentified person, and it was saying, like, who is this? We don't know. So clearly he's teasing some sort of change in character. Right. Too. So he seems to me like he's on the way to become the exalted one. Okay. I mean, that's fine. I, I, just, I just would love to see. I just would love it if certain things weren't so obvious. I feel like this is less, only as obvious because I keep pointing it out, though, because oh, right. and, I'm sorry. Also, in the, the, the free to lead thing, when he's saying that and it's saying, like, I, I couldn't recognize yeah. him, he goes, he's shaking it and he goes, I am exhausted. I am exhausted. And then, like, he cuts off and he's like, I'm exhausted. And then he, like, lays down. So, uh. like. It, to me, it's, like, pretty clear at this point. If not, he's and, been really fucking with everybody. And going back to the fact that AEW loves using social media and other net ways no, to yeah. pave their stories. So. so this is, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I have no problem with it. I just want it to be a swerve. I just want it to be a swerve. Just to see, like, if it's they... It's Wardlow. <laughs> it's been Wardlow <laughs> this the entire time. It's Jim Cornette. That's the real swerve. I'm leaving. Do, do you... <laughs> The first, the first, the first one they did of the exalted one did have a tennis racket in the. Could corner. you imagine if it yeah, was? It did. Could you imagine if it was Cornette though? Nuclear. That, could I you? Hate, I would stop watching the show. Maybe. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I, I, I no, like he, he wanted to say, "Let me tell you And they said, "Maybe I'll quietly." Let me this motherfucker knows he would stop watching the show. As a black man, I should have stopped watching what I said, Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I would see that just to watch. I just want to see the reaction. I would literally be sitting there like this. Whoop, Twitter's going off in three. Yeah, me too. Two. Me too, 100%. I'd be like, well, let's get some popcorn. <laughs> right. Pull if up re- the timeline. If wrestling Twitter's not rough enough. <laughs> oh, wrestling Twitter would be, oh, my God. What we like to call it? A nightmare. <laughs> Collective. Um, <laughs> and, and lastly here on the Raw thing, because we so much stuff. I can't even talk. You guys don't have anywhere to go, right? Let's talk forever. Uh, uh, do you have anywhere to go? I don't have to be at work at my bouncer gig till 10 p.m. Great, great. So. Uh, well, we're going to have a four-hour show tonight, everyone. <laughs> no, uh, um, I also feel like the Seth and his disciples against KO, Viking Raiders, and Joe is just starting to feel repetitive. I hate the oh, fact yeah. they took away Buddy Murphy's first name. Yeah, it was just silly. It's, it's not that I hate it because I'm so numb to it at this point, but it was right. just silly to me. I'm like, nobody has one name. And also, but, Murphy's not an intimidating name. It's not, but also like, hey, I'm your buddy. Like, it doesn't... I mean, yeah. from what I was told, the reason was because they said... From what I was told, the this reason was BMs was that they felt like the name Buddy didn't sound like a disciple. Thoughts? I don't know what a disciple sounds like. <laughs> you noticed that both of us just got uh, quiet and was like, huh. like oh. I kind of feel like Buddy does sound like a disciple. Because it man. sounds like you're brainwashed. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because, like, I mean, not everyone... Also, though, okay, quick, other question. We're all making this, people make all this big deal about sure. Murphy losing his name. 
But we're also, I feel like a lot of us people are forgetting <clears throat> that that was his name for a long time. Sure. Like, it was Blake and Murphy. Yeah, it was Blake and Murphy. That's what they oh, called true, him always. True, yeah. It was Murphy. When you all first met him, when we all first started <laughs> yeah, getting to care true. about him, he was Murphy. Like, that's what people got into. But again, and to be honest with you, most fans could not tell you what their full names were. It was Blake and Murphy. That's all it was. It, it was, no people barely knew he was Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. The EDM boys. They were the EDM boys, right. Blake yeah. and Murphy. You know, Alexa Bliss's former fiance. Now, <laughs> certain things I just felt like need to be brought up. Uh, <laughs> But, I, I, again, most people don't remember where a lot of people start from. You got this new generation who follows NXT from jump, then watch the, you know, the talent evolve and go to the different shows. But, again, it's like I got so used to saying Buddy Murphy on Raw or Buddy Murphy's with the whatever you want to call this crew. Buddy Murphy's here. Now you're just like, Murphy's here. What is this, RoboCop? Like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people like uh, like in just in life in general where, like, you don't call them. Some people you call by their one name. Like, this is their, true. Their first name or their last I'm name. Like one of those people. And then you call other people by their full name. Like, people like, rarely call me Ryan. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's very rare. Yeah. Like, my friend Julie calls me. She's like, I have to call you Kevin Silva all the time. Right. And, like, I'm like, okay. But then, like, Buddy Murphy, like, I couldn't. If I had a friend named Buddy Murphy, I don't think I was calling Buddy or Murphy. I would call him Buddy Murphy. I'd be calling Murphy, Buddy Murphy. And so yeah. you kind of get It sounds so yeah. cool to say, yeah. hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, it's my homie, yeah. Buddy Murphy. It kind of rolls. If I was in WWE, they would 100% chop my first name off. Yeah, satin. Oh, it would just be satin And you would be sure. around there wearing sheets and robes and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> it would be your whole Satin trunks. Just satin trunks just sweating well, by might, the thighs. They'd be like, okay, get those, get that, those satin pajamas from Teddy Hart. There you go. There's is now. Matter of fact, you wearing satin Ryan's. socks too. Sounds comfortable. So I'm cool the most comfortable not to wrestle it. <laughs> not to wrestle it. Yeah, that might be a start sliding around on things. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about Goldberg and the Fiend being announced? Here's my thing: is and I've already said it. And my my I, I'm afraid. Who have you already said this to? I don't know you guys. Okay. <laughs> and a few other people. A few other people. I've already said this, but you haven't. I've already me. said it to ten people. <laughs> But I'm afraid that this is just going to be Goldberg beats Fiend. I swear to God, that is my fear. One, with one one spear, no jackhammer, and just to build up to spear versus spear at WrestleMania with him and Roman. Again, let me tell you this. I'm fine with Roman versus Fiend. I would, I'm I would, cool more, I would rather have Roman. Let me tell you something. The Fiend has been electrocuted. Okay, he's been choked. He's, one spear. He's been had bricks broken on his face. And a spear from a damn near 60-year-old man is going to be what beats him. I don't give a fuck how much they pay to Saudi Arabia for this. Actually, Goldberg's son is going to come in and do the spear. And that will be put him away. Well, you know what? Everybody in the WWE locker room will be like, well, we got a paycheck. Everybody oh, yeah. at all would be, ah! I, if, if they were to do that. Because the, inter- the Twitter would cease to exist. Of course, it would just blow here's the up. problem because it has to be quick. You know why? We saw Goldberg's last match yeah. with the Undertaker. Well, see, that's like the thing that I that I was I, I get it. I'm guessing that this is the Saudi Arabia. You know, the, 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 they want the people. You know, the, the prince wants him, whatever. But I just I just go like I don't know how you saw that last match. Two matches because he had the one against Dolph Ziggler, which is also no, no one, one cares cared. exactly. <laughs> so it's like, how do you see those oh, last shit, two? That, that match happened. Yeah, how do you Whoa. see those last two? And you go, hmm. people didn't like that. Well, you got to remember. How do we follow it up? 
Put him in a title match against the guy who's one of the most over people in the company right now. Who nobody can see. Again, it's either he loses by one spear or loses by four. It's just the spears are what's going to take the fiend out when you think about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I, I, I hope, I, I believe that they are playing off our emotions. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I that feel, they know. I feel like it's that no- we remember. Right. We fucking remember. Like, I, I we feel, remember Kevin Owens. I feel we like remember this a, CM Punk. I feel like this like, is a beta switch with, with, with how we, we just assume that this is what's going to happen. We fear the worst. Yes. And I, then, I, I, I'm hoping and then that's what they're doing. They're so here's the match. Them. So here's the match. But it might actually happen. Sorry. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do it, Kevin. <laughs> here's the match. They're at opposite ends of the ring, blah, blah, blah. Bell rings. Goldberg tries to spear the fiend, go right into a mandible claw. One, two, three. I'd kind of like that if you just caught him with a mandible claw. Catch him with a mandible claw. I just go like, Let why? Me, why? It doesn't matter. Why? Why? Because you have gold. Just again. so you can put on the fucking marquee? It's not yeah. w, It's not Vince's show. Yeah, it's not. This is the one time, the one time is where, where we get a show that's not actually completely controlled by Vince McMahon. It's just kind of crazy. You know what I'm It's not Vince as a it's whole. Not it's not, it's not booked by Vince. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is, it but, is it's but, it's not, but it's It's not Vince's show. It's, no, it's, I mean, it's, it is. It's someone else going, I want this person, this person, this person. Someone with heavy make it happen. It's still booked by WWE. It, it is. And it sounds, and I mean, yes, okay, yes, you're right, absolutely. And it sounds marquee, and I'm using air quotes for those who are listening to the podcast. It sounds marquee to say Goldberg versus The Fiend. You know, the dude from, uh, what is it? The uh, What's that? Forge and Fire Niles edition. <laughs> it's that dude. It's the old dude. I hear Forge and Fire is huge in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> It's, they it's, love knives. Let me tell you, then it's, also, that show is good. It is. Force Fire is actually good. It's show. actually a good show. As a black man, I watch that. <laughs> I have to preface that. People are like, why did you say it as a black man? Because I don't know no black people that watch it. I've asked all my friends, men and women, they'd be like, what the fuck is Forge and Fire? I'm like, it's a dude you that. Don't see, you definitely don't see a lot of black dudes on that show you either. You don't see them on no, there. Right. It's a white dude named it's Will Willis. <laughs> he always wears Chuck Taylors. It's four blacksmiths, at least three of them are certified races because you know when they go back to their hometowns you be like ain't not that a damn colored person there no black no brown no nothing and they make knives and shit like this is the wildly- <laughs> have you ever watched that show Kevin no. it's literally what channel is this on history or history history Spike's uh, not like like Destination anymore. America or what it's basically like it's the <laughs> It's a bladesmithing competition show. Where they, and they cut, Wait, and, Goldberg's the host? Yeah, the, he's the, he's the judge. Well, he's like the host because he's not the judge because there's like the, the guy who's the actual knife yeah. expert. The, yeah, he's the host. He's the host of the different – it's like a knives edition that he does. But the regular one is a is a bladesmith competition. Well, he's my, no, he's part of the regular one. He's part of the regular one too now? Yeah, he's the host. Oh, shit. Well, listen. I haven't seen those. I saw the ones where he was doing <laughs> the, the like goddamn American Ninja Warrior version. He does like the – he does like the – oh, is Forged and Fire where they only make it, not where they do the things with it? No, they do both of that. Well, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I. Okay, okay. Because I <laughs> there is two knife shows, and I've watched yeah. both of them. One of them is strictly just they make the knives, and then they and have, then have they, a test to see how how well it is stand yeah, up. Yeah, it'll break or something like, like they, that. They make a knife, and they're like, we want to see if it can stand up against a cinder block. Cinder block, and just like, oh, it just got a little chip. Bing! Oh, the whole thing broke, so you disqualified. Wow. But nonetheless, this is the shoot. So he does forged in. Okay, so yeah, that's forged in fire, and then forged in fire knife or death. Knife or death is that's the one what it does. is. Is the one that Goldberg hosts, and that's like a competition series where they don't do the whole making of it, but these guys show up with like their knife that they made that's like fancy that they think will be good for the course. 
and they show and my it's my they favorite part of the show. They got cleared by TSA to come. Yeah, flying with a knife. Yeah, okay. and yeah. My, my favorite part of the show is they have to present it to a guy before they're like allowed in the like arena uh-huh. to do it, and he like takes it from them and just kind of like stands there and he's like. <laughs> All right, you got a good knife here. here good you knife. Go. You know, I like taking it, and it's the most, it's the weirdest fucking good knife. thing. Um, Bad knife throws but, it away. But again, it, it, if you have him, I would. If you're gonna have him lose, if you're gonna have the fiend lose. It, it, this is the one person that it's like the, the only person I, I've, I've said this. The only person I see beating the fiend for some reason is the demon. Because it seems like the only match Roman up. has. It seems like a good possibility too. But Roman needs to pull out a gun. Like you know, what I'm saying. I, I'm not letting Roman Reigns just beat this dude with 19 Superman punches and eight spears. He needs to shoot him in the nipple. That is the only way I want to see the fiend go down with a by silver Ro- bullet with a sil- uh, adamantium bullet. Like <laughs> de- develop the material. You like, want to say nipple? And I started thinking about Ricochet's untatted nipple. Oh no! Oh yeah, because got what? Damn it, Trevor! Uh, but, <laughs> but like, I, you, you got to shoot him in the belly button or something. A cattle prod his ass, like literally his ass. Like Roman needs to have a cat- Broad, hooked right to the fiend's yeah, ass on one of the black stripes on his pants and just <laughs> <laughs> until the back of the mask just pops up. Then I'll be like, okay, cool. He deserves the universal title. But <laughs> what if, I, what, I mean, I like that. Ooh, I, I like that booking plan. What if the secret of the fiend's power is his mask, though, and someone pulls it off? I bet you that's what's going to happen. That's, what, that's how Roman will beat him. That, because that's the one thing he... If remember, he gets that far, we don't, he doesn't lose to Goldberg. <laughs> let me tell you something. Fuck and out. Roman has to win the Elimination Chamber, guys. He, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I do it every time I hear it, guys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Roman's great. We all just need to stop booing him. When I talked to him at the Scrum, to be honest with you, it was the first time like, I've been this close to the yeah, guy. Yeah. And I was like, no, what? Like, you could... St- you already see it on TV but when you're standing like this close to the guy yeah. and you're hearing him talk. You're like, oh, this is its very obvious why this guy is the number one guy in his eyes. Stop booing him, guys. Let's accept, let's accept a Roman <laughs> Reigns if, if it's against Goldberg, I understand. It feels forced, guys. But at the same time, let's just accept it. It's, he's, yeah. he's a great guy. No, yeah. no, no, no. You got you got to the Roman Reigns part. If it's against Goldberg, he still has to beat the fiend. You know, know. Unless, unless Goldberg is bringing half them damn knives from knife or cut to cut the back of that knife mask, or cut. knife or death cut, whatever to cut the back of that to cut those leather straps off. Because the only time I thought it was about to come off was during the strap match. Dude, I didn't even think about it. Goldberg does have access to knives. He might steal your guys' mask idea. He's, gonna just <laughs> he's got a lot. Yeah, he knows. He knows knives. Because I don't think Bray has a spare mask. I think that's the only that version of the Like that one probably costs so much. Like, look, it won't nothing happen to it. It's this one mask. Then next week, like, shit, I need another one. Like. Because remember, during the strap match, Daniel Bryan had the strap over the mask, yeah. and it started slowly moving. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Even when it was uh, Bray Wyatt versus The Miz, the mask is the whole thing. So, I think you're right. Yeah. No, I think it's the, I think it's the mask for sure. So if, like you got to get the mask off somehow, some way. If you do that, I don't think Goldberg's smart enough because of course he doesn't look smart enough. He probably knock hit his head out. before yeah. too. Yeah, he didn't knock himself out before. Right. He he's knocked the fuck himself yeah, out. Yeah. He's gonna be all loopy when he's in the ring with the fiend. Yeah. Because so. all look, he's going <laughs> Goldberg's going. And the fiends just go stand there, and then Goldberg's like, "You're not selling for me." Ha! And that's like, <laughs> the Shaquille back in her. Um, also, uh, yeah, when I interviewed Reigns, not interviewed, when I talked to Reigns in the scrum, um, it was hard to ask about you know the elimination chamber as if like he might not win. Like you know, like right. it was like if you win, who do you want to face at WrestleMania? My money's on Bobby Roode. 
My money's on Bobby Roode in this elimination chamber. <laughs> the dude who just got back from was suspension. <laughs> hey, he looks jacked now. I mean, he does. He looks glorious, but it's fit to be, he's going to be at WrestleMania in a fatal four-way tag team title match, ladder match. You know, they're going to do this. Put yeah. the four of them teams together. Yeah, they should have him in a team with James Storm. <laughs> Bring yeah. him back. That was the best team they could have had because beer money. And then James Storm was like, they I really should, don't dude. need this. They should bring James Storm. James Storm. To I want James that. Storm. Just fucking do it. It was. I think it was his Beer. reason that he's got money. Hey. Uh, let's get into AEW. Uh, so oh, we have it already. No, <laughs> and we won't talk as long about some of these things. But uh, I'll kind of just go through last night's show. So uh, kicked off with Hangman and Kenny beating SCU. Uh, this is a fun match. This is definitely the signature match that kind of like yeah. is defined AEW. Kind of just like, oh, you look angry. Oh yes, I am. So, very, I, am just know, I look across the table for those of you not watching and just listening. I looked across the table and just saw fucking fury in the eyes in front of I me. I am so I understand unexpected fury. This is oh, I get this is to push the storyline of Hangman Page turning, but yo, do y'all have to take the best thing happening for SCU was them having the belts? Was them having those belts? Yeah, but you gotta have it on the most the, the thing that's the most interesting right. thing. Yeah, and I also yeah. feel and like I love Scorpio Sky, but I, I, I don't think it's fair to say that they're that as a whole. No, SCU no, no, is the most compelling. To, I'm, I'm trying to say team it. in AEW right now. Yeah, and honestly, and, what's going on with Hangman and Kenny is pretty compelling. Yeah, and I, I also feel like Scorpio Sky just needs to have a solo run. Me I feel too. like this, this the, is the, yeah, inju- I'll agree with this. the injury is what forced him to the situation. We just need to get back to how the arrangement really Especially works. Especially with how few black talents they have in the company. Yeah, if y'all do AEW, if you need a big black guy, all because right. Kong, I, guess, I, got vi- I got videos. I got stuff. Recent you know, videos. Well, I mean, like, they, they went out and said, like, we're the diverse company, you know, like, you know, and now Kong's gone. Brandy's doing well, interview Kong, where says. Also, Kong has to go. Still. You Kong, know why? But still, yeah, she's you know, injured. No, not even that. Glow. She, she's about to start filming Glow It's again. both, though. From what I've heard, oh, both. From oh. what I heard, she did suffer injury. She hurt her lower back, oh. and she's talking to experts like she is likely going to need some some surgery or possibly like Damn. something like along oh, those lines. Oh, well, she's going to try to figure out how to hold that out because they're about to film. Film Glow, I know. Ooh. Which is crazy because her lower back, from what I heard, is what's injured, which means that she's going to be acting on a show doing wrestling. She's going to be wrestling on a TV show. With an injured back. Well, they're gonna find Which is literally the arc of her storyline yeah. in Glow last season. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, wait. <clears throat> literally going to have the exact... In real life, going to be dealing well, with what she dealt with on the show well, last well, year. At least it'll, it'll work. They'll be able to write that in. Yeah. But from what I've heard, though, that's not why she was written off necessarily. Oh, okay. Like, they had all, from what I heard, they had always planned for her... To leave. To take some time off to do oh. Glow at this time. However... She did also actually get injured. Oh, damn. But that's not why they wrote her off. Right. Okay, I got you. If that makes sense. I got you. Um, but Kong gone. Brandy is now saying that she's only going to wrestle part-time because she said in that interview yeah. with The Observer, Sunny Kiss is rarely ever used on TV. Which is, which is wild and to Big me. Swole also rarely used yeah, on I TV. Yeah, I saw her backstage. Backstage, in yeah. a picture in picture, and she's yeah. been used in dark. So really... Unless I'm missing someone here, there are. No. It's just Scorpio Sky. Yeah, you're right. So I agree. Take him out of that yeah. tag team. Let him have a singles run. Let That's him have fair. a singles run. Do something with him. Like you can't go out there and be like, "We're the diverse company," and then have only a bunch of white guys at the top. Still, you know, like yeah. no, I, I get you. Um, but. I thought that, that's I got a little bit away no, from yeah, the yeah. plot there, but like I really like what the Hangman and Kenny are doing, yeah. even if it's. 
messing with, we've talked about this in ad nauseum now of like the you know talking you know the, the, the sobriety factor of things of the him being like you know Drunk, basically, yeah. um, but I, I do think it's compelling. Whatever what they are doing with them, um, the thing at the end, I don't know if I loved all the tag teams coming out at the end, but I got why they did it. Right, um, and I did think it was interesting that Jr. called Matt and Nick the Bucks of Youth. Yeah, I heard they caught that, and I was like, but also I just feel like it's Jr. being Jr. And you don't yeah. know with him, right? Right, he's a wild card. <laughs> so like that's why I was like, I was like, uh, that could have been something, or it could have just been nothing whatsoever. <laughs> and then who's gonna tell Jr. you shouldn't call him? That? Right. Nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody. I, 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 I loved his call, his, his calls during MJF and Jungle Boy. Right, he was, right. but he was like. When he you little like, jerk, you little jerk, have some respect, you little jerk. Oh, yeah. And then when he, when when Jr. did the, or sorry, when when MJF did, did the, the whole, Randy yeah. grabbing his balls or whatever, and Jr. goes, shut up, shut up, you know. And I was, yeah. I was dying. I was hoping they put a camera over there because I wanted to see Jr. standing up and just pointing away because that's what it sounded like he was doing. I, I also <laughs> felt like like when Brandy was like, it's fine, Jr. Like just no, no one's paying attention. Like I almost feel like like that was not supposed to. Like Jr. just kind of like got a little pissed. Off, and he was like, and she's like, calm down, <laughs> you little disrespectful prick. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. It I was, mean, he would grab his dick hard. He like, really did. <laughs> it wasn't even like a like a, no, no, a no, implied. No. He just that's the thing I love about MJF too. Like he goes in this heel for sure. And of course, if you've been backstage and you know him, it's a whole different ball game. But he is playing this heel better than anybody we've seen play heel for a while. Like, one of the best heels in wrestling right now. One of the best. No my, my, my friend Justin, he was on the cruise, and he said that uh, he took a picture with MJF at the signing. And then like they took the picture together, and right afterwards, he's like, all right, later, fatty. <laughs> and, just like, and he was like... I love I love him for it. <laughs> Keep it alive. I don't really care. Uh, yeah, no. MJF was great in that Jungle Boy match. I thought that you know he killed it. He's they're 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 doing right with MJF right now. Real, real quick, when we're talking about the Young Bucks being out there, uh, I've AEW and them kind of showing focus on them as producers um, always kind of like took me out of the Young Bucks thing for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of waiting for something to turn with them back to something that I really want to see. And I feel like them, at the end of that little scrimmage that they got going on, I was like, this is the Young Bucks I like. I want to see the Young Bucks like just be like hard hitters. And like I would eventually like to see them just turn completely heel. And I, yeah, Heel Young Bucks are the best. Right. The best. They're going to have to do it eventually. There's to. also too many heels in AEW right I now. I think that's the thing right now. You look around, how many real faces... Do you see? And um, not only that, but faces who are people will pay money for. They'll right. pay money for. You know, and the young bucks are faces people will pay money for. Right. I mean, they they this wouldn't have happened without the young bucks. Right. You know, so um, I liked the Santana interview uh, with like Jr. Oh, yeah, it was nice. It was very. It was different. It was good. It was good. Um, I liked that it felt like something you'd see on like a UFC, UFC kind mm-hmm. of like documentary type thing. Um, yeah, I like those like in ring like. Empty arena like interviews they've been doing. Those are nice. Yeah, and I felt like Santana, you know, we've gotten a little bit of build-up with them, but I don't think we've gotten that much no. character building to him. And it did wonders for his character. Mm-hmm. Like, you were like, oh, cool, I can see him wrestling in a single match against Mox now. To be honest with you, that's the thing I was missing from, like, when Sammy Guevara went up against Mox and right. is able to hold his own as long as he did. I go, like, well, I don't believe it. I don't know enough about him. You know, like, yeah. at least with Santana, I go, like, oh, here's a reason. He's fucking pissed. You know, mm-hmm. he's pissed about this thing. 
I can kind of buy that he's so angry because right. what, that he, that he he can last that long with him, even though he doesn't win. So um, yeah, I thought it did. I thought it was very 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 good. Um, the Darby Allen thing was cool. I was gonna say, speaking of Santana, I mean, speaking of uh, uh, Sammy, oh. um, where he. You know, we don't really know much about him, but he just you know holds those cards. Holds a little, I like that it was like him just be like setting setting those down, yep. just yep. regular, but like regular pieces of cardboard. Right. Like just the most obscure thing. Just nah, nah. also second um, black and white promo in a couple of weeks where we've gotten somebody coughing through him. Oh, was he coughing through? I didn't even notice he, he his throat injury. So he was like every time he'd be like. <clears throat> I did notice that Pac didn't cough did at all in his. Yeah. No. So I think his cold went away. <laughs> I think his cold went he away. He didn't look as damp this time. No, he didn't. He looked he much looked more dry. He looked so real less dry. Yeah, but he looked real dry. No, yeah. It was supposed to be dark and rainy. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be. But they were like, well, just just peer out from the corner. We, we, we don't want you to actually catch a cold. <laughs> Can you disappear? Like- you know what? The workout footage did what? Did did. Yeah. A lot too for some reason for me. I, I was don't know like, why. He looks like a monster. Yeah, it made him look like, like this, this athletic little beast. dude. Looks this like is a how monster. he trains. Yeah. He trains hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I also though I, I did notice I felt like it was a they, they, that more so than in the past I felt like AEW did kind of push the boundaries a little more on this episode with the Pac uh, promo. How many times they had to bleep out fucking bleeping things? Yeah, there was MJF grabbing his, his balls, balls. Yeah, and then there was Darby Allen making that herpes joke about yeah. Sammy Guevara. I mean, and then, uh, I think Tony even said the word ass on commentary, which is like commentary doesn't usually curse. Yeah, or it's yeah. usually just in the ring. Yeah, fine. but you're just hearing ass from a commentary team is kind of interesting. Well, I think if you're trying to if you're trying to attract a young audience, you have to. You, that's what you do. But, like I'm sorry, but like I, I love WWE. The thing that attracted me to wrestling when I was a kid was 100% like this so, is thing you're not supposed to watch. Yeah, I think the fact when the ratings come and they, they see what the ratings share is, which it was very close this time. Yeah, so it's it like much need- closer than usual. You love the how much the ratings are being shared. Oh, I love them. Well, the thing is because this I way I wasn't even talking about I Dave know. Meltzer either in that thing. Everyone's like, oh, you were taking a shot to Dave Meltzer. No, I just saw some random guy talking about the minute by minute breakdowns. And I was like, I was like, I'm just, you know, never really seen anyone talk, like executives talking about minute mm. by minute breakdowns. Like ratings, yes. T- top of the hour, some, sometimes. So like, 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 the Nielsen explanation was like, it's, it's so antiquated of a thing, of a system. It's the most pointless bullshit thing it's i don't know people were like throwing straight up insults at me nice over it, and i was like what like why are you mad that i have experience in television and that i felt <laughs> like sharing it you've or, never worked in tv don't fucking tell me or at least like, exa- i i talk to t- tv executives do you fucking talk to tv executives <laughs> i didn't fucking think so semper vivi fuck semper you vivi. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gonna talk about the things that I've done in my fucking career. Fucking loser. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Satin is mad. You could change that I to an A in his last name right now. Let me tell you that much. Uh, all right, moving topics. Uh, Dustin so much heat. beat Sammy Guevara. 
Do I cut that out? I don't even know. No, no, you leave it in. No, you leave it in. You leave your true feelings in here. People need to know that you are a real human being, and you get pissed off at people on Twitter because everybody knows I do because I go in on people. And so now you have called somebody out who's going to be like, Ryan just bullied me with Twitter. You fucking leave this in, sad. Don't you take this out. Don't you be no bitch. Don't you you be no bitch. Don't you you do it. You keep this in. You get this shit off your brain and start talking about Dustin finally calling out Jake. So we had Dustin versus Sammy Guevara, and uh, you know, I, 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 I felt I, I, I get frustrated watching Dustin matches now because he's mm. such a good wrestler, and I hate seeing him wrestle like everybody else. You mean you don't want to see him do the the, the Panama the, Sunrise? Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, I don't think everybody was like, "What?" Like I got it was cool when you did it once. Like, one time I was when we talked about it when after that first match we did it. It was like. I don't want to see him do it all the time. And he's also not Ricky Morton. Like, it's cool when Ricky Morton does it because he's super old. And you're like, whoa, super old dude doing it or whatever. Dustin is so talented. One of the most talented. He reinvented his body and his soul. And he came back even working even better. Mm -hmm. And, like, you don't need to have him doing all these. He doesn't need to be everybody else. Yeah, we have so many destroyers on the show. I just. I, I, I think there needs to be a list in the back. Please check with the producers if you plan on doing these moves. Agreed. Because sure. you see so many multiples of them in, in matches, and it takes away a little bit from the match. Like, yeah, it, for, honestly, he's I've, he's always been one of my favorite wrestlers. Absolutely. So when I oh, watch yeah, this, it frustrates every time I watch. Every time I see him do one of those, it honestly kills the whole match for me. Because I go like, it's you're not special to bring anymore. them up, not the other way around. Like it's not special anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, exactly. If he did it like at pay per views, that's I'd what I'm be saying, like, yeah. cool. Great. It's also even like weird just to hear Jr. getting hyped on a Canadian destroyer. I was just like, "What's happening?" I know. What's I know. My, look at it. Look what Dustin's doing. He's in the greatest shape of his goddamn life. <laughs> um, but but still a good match. I just yeah, I, yeah. I can't help it. And honestly, I think Hager versus Dustin's going to be a good match. Yeah. And I love how they've saved Hager. Me too. I love they. Now this has been done perfectly. Yes, agreed. You know, like again, we built up this whole time he's been here. He goes in the ring, he does a few things. He never has actually wrestled. I don't think he's even really done like a move on anybody. No, really. he just did like re- the only yeah, yeah, he just does his knee to the nuts that he got qualified yeah. for and stuff. Yeah, that's it. And so now when he gets in the ring, you're gonna have a bunch of people yelling, "We the people!" And I want him to flip everybody off. Yeah. But it's gonna be a, it, it should be a good match of Revolution. I hopefully will be there. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but with 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 uh, Jake Hager, like I feel like uh, it, was, it was interesting hearing Dustin like shit on his 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 MMA career. Oh man, yeah. he went and hard. Jr. was just like, well, I mean, he's not he's undefeated, so it's not a really bad at a career. <laughs> <laughs> Jr. be trying to he'd be like, uh, well, I mean, you're we really talking about things. I mean, I mean he's, we, bring it up. he's undefeated right now. So. <laughs> I also think this is a big um, moment for for Jake Hager here uh, mm-hmm. when at at Revolution I, he has a real opportunity to show people like some of the other people in AEW have done that like I'm better than you thought I was. Sure, I'm not just Jack. Swagger. I'm not Jack. Just I, Jack Swagger. I, I feel like when he came into that last season of Lucha Underground, like he really like. Was like the, the crowd was like really behind him yes. because they really enjoyed what he was doing out there. So I just to put him on a live show doing that, it's going to be even better. Yeah, I I'm very excited to see his first match in AEW. I I think that he is going to surprise people in that match. I'm 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 pumped for that. Um, we also had Nyla Rose becoming the new AEW Women's Champion, dude. Here's my issue with the match. I am happy Nyla got it. I wish they would have pulled the trigger and just said first, first, just go ahead and do it. 
Fuck everything else. They just went and did it. Yep. My issue is Rio is 91 pounds. Yeah. A lot of those moves are like that she was putting on to Rio. It was insane. Insane. And then she never should have kicked out. That, okay. I, I, was, I, you, I feel like you're saying conflicting yeah, no, no, things no, no, here. We're, 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 are you on the same point here? Yeah. Rio should. You're saying. And let me make sure I'm on the same point as both of you. Rio should have not have kicked out. That is incredibly unbelievable for yes. Rio to be doing any offense on Nyla Rose that whatsoever. Too. I will say, like, I liked the way the match started and Rio just going straight hard with her. And that was amazing. And then, and then getting cut off. Um, yeah, maybe kick she out of a German suplex on her. Right. That was a snap. Dr- yeah, like did she do a Northern Light suplex too? Yeah. once? Come on. I think I've, I think the snap was a little bit, like easier for me to like be like okay because of the momentum and everything. Yeah, but the the the, the Northern Lights. I was like, wait a minute. Like, come on. Um, she did kick out of that knee. Was, if there was some sort of muscle on her, but she's like the, the literally call it from, the, like, from the top. That Nyla did, I can't remember the exact move it was, and she did it from the top and hit her, and then it was Death Valley Driver. Yeah, it was a DVD. Yeah. yeah, my bad. The DVD from the top off the ropes, and she kicks out at two, or like the knee to the back of the head, like the, the guillotine thing. Like I'm so the ropes. glad you guys are saying these things because sometimes I guess I sit there watching wrestling. Like sometimes I'll watch. Honestly, it was with Riho, all Riho. I've been watching, and I'm not. I, like, I've been trying. I've been trying to get into it. It just, I, it's, she looks like a child, and it's the most unbelievable thing in all her matches. So I was watching last night, just like, I don't, I can't get into this. And I know some people will go on the men's side and bring up Rey Mysterio, because remember, Rey Mysterio for the longest was going against a lot of these bigger dudes. But Rey, the way he did his matches, it built up to it. You didn't see. And also, he made up for it by. Doing these things that you had never seen, you had never seen before. Rio's not doing anything I haven't seen right. before. And at ninety-one pounds versus a, as they're building her two hundred pounder, and as you see, three times her size. Yes, this is not believable. No, no. I'm so, okay. I'm I, I'm so glad that you guys are on the same page. As I will here. say, uh, and to you know, going the other way though, uh, I I do we do want a uh, you know an entertaining match that we want to see something that's like. Like gives momentum, and I feel like it helped Nyla in this match to have somebody that seemed unbeatable for her at least, or like that she was coming off too cocky with her pins and everything. I feel like we needed some more excitement to that. However, with some of those moves, especially near the end, it was kind of getting a little, of, little more false finishes than we needed. Like again, I'm I'm with you on all that. I'm with you too, but you want an entertaining match. You want this. You want this match to have you going. Have these peaks. You got down. You back there. But then what happens when Nyla Rose's next opponent, who's bigger than Riho, sure, she yeah. just runs through. Yep. She just runs through. So that's the problem I have because now you got to look at these next opponents. When she eventually gets to Britt Baker or, you know, everybody else, they're twice Rio's size. And some people she'll run through. Some she'll have a long, you know, an entertaining True. match. But it's like it doesn't make sense. They could have easily done Kofi Brock for this. And have, have not like destroy. Yeah, they could have did a Kofi Brock, and I, I, nobody would nobody would have complained mm. because if people would have complained, AEW well, fanbase wants twenty five well, minute matches for every single one of well, them. Well, but at the same time, they do. But you have to understand, like, look at the difference. Like, this is what can happen. Nyla Rose is a beast. She's the native beast for a reason. Rio is ninety one pounds. Ninety one. Like resiliency is one thing, but it's just when physics and <laughs> comes into play. Which is also it's just suspending your disbelief. At right. a certain yes. point, you can't. I just, I just, I'm like, I can't. The Northern I'll, I'll Lights everything. You know? I was like, like yeah. I could. Yeah. All right. I'm glad it wasn't me. But great decision to put the title on Nyla Rose. I thought. Absolutely. I thought that that yes. was they, like you said. Should have done that from the beginning. Just, Don't know why they didn't. Well, I mean, you know why they did. 
You know they, why they didn't? Because of the backlash they didn't want to catch. But you think that's really the reason well, when they I, were trying to be like the the like people who were doing it different? Do you feel that? I mean, I believe that, again, when I interviewed Brandy and Cody in here, they were like, look, we wanted to be all-inclusive, and she was great, the tape we saw, which is cool, fine. And the only reason I feel like you didn't do it is you might have felt like she wasn't ready. Maybe. That could be the only thing. But you thought Riho was ready? And that's what I— You get Kenny pushing really hard for her. Yeah, of course, but that, again, I and I understand, that's your girl. You're going to push for your girl. But yo, this is got to look at the grand scheme of things. Mm. Yes, everybody in this is not a Japanese sized wrestler. But and not everyone's watching Stardom. But also at the same time, twenty twenty has been vastly different than what we've seen in yes. Oh, for, uh, the, absolutely. I honestly felt like that this was one of those situations where they were like, "Let's fix that." Yeah, we're we have our women's champion on TV. We know what's going on now. We're good. Let's let's fix that. Nyla Rose is always here. Yeah, and people are into it. Let's just. Switch, yeah. you know. I, I think that was a smart call. Um, before we run out of time, also, Jeff Cobb. Uh, Jeff Cobb. Uh, so, first, Jericho hypes the arrival of Jeff Cobb, uh, it, saying that he's going to wrestle against Mox next week. Um, and then uh, then they show a video package for Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Looking um, very seductive. Like looking very you. seductive. Um, and then uh, at the end of the show, uh, Moxley beats Santana and then a beatdown happens, and Cobb comes out and hits the tour of the islands. Um, from what I've been told, uh, he's not signed with what, AEW yet. I heard that, too. I was which right. was very confusing for them to put out the tweet that said Jeff Cobb is all elite. Uh, because that's what really made everyone think that. Right. Is yeah. they, usually they save that for someone signing with the company. Right. Um, from what I've been told, uh, it's only for a handful of matches right now. <laughs> Came together at the last second. Um, there's obviously hope. That it'll turn sure. into something longer term, but he is also working for Ring of Honor in New Japan right now. So yeah. um, there is other variables out there. So I'm, I'm gonna play late to the party. I, I knew who Jeff Cobb was through other gimmicks, but I didn't realize he was that short. He's he's yeah, definitely it's, short. It's very interesting to see him in that ring with with Jake Hager, with Jake Hager and Jericho, and Jericho even. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize he was that short. But he's also like Taz stacked. Oh, he's he's Rhino ECW. Yeah, right, right. he's sim- similar. He's similar, similar, similar in that regard. More, he was but, more greasy tonight. Yeah. Last night. yeah. But also when you remember him in, in in Lucha Underground, you were like, you thought he was like damn near six ten. The, the, the monster, the monster, yeah. the monster was a big dude. Yeah. And so you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Again, can work his ass off. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing, but it's just the size. I was like, damn. And I guess because of being in the business, when you see people you've seen on TV, you're like, oh, man, you look like you're 6'12". And then you see a person, you be like, oh, man, you're 5'8". Okay. <laughs> you forget that the camera, the way they shoot yeah. people and everything, makes everybody look so much bigger height-wise. And we're not going to get on size because <laughs> the amount of people, I was like, oh, you got to be a monk. Oh, you're just a guy who does pull-ups. Okay. <laughs> That's what this is. But it, it's interesting to see that this deal is going to be real interesting because if it works, that's going to open the door for a lot more. Sure. Well, not necessarily because he's not under an exclusive deal with, with Ring of Honor. I'm just saying. He's, just the, a, he's under a pay-per-appearance. No, no, no I'm Ring talking about too. how the, he's not. Cobb's only being used for some appearances. This opens the door for them to do more talent like that. Well, they've, been, they've done other talent it's like that. Like Statlander M- was like that initially. Oh, MJF is still doing MLW. No, he's done oh, there. He's, he's done? officially yeah. done with there now. Oh, okay. But Jimmy Havoc is still doing MLW. Um, there's still people who like they're like they, they, it's important enough in their eyes to their to the AEW product. We're like, 
we we'll just deal with it. You know, like yeah, not yeah. enough people are watching MLW, not enough people are watching Ring of Honor. Ring right. of Honor TV show is practically non-existent any, at this right. point. So it's I, uh, I I I hope that it leads to more of that because it'd be honestly I hope that it leads to like some sort of like friendliness between New Japan Ring of Honor and AEW, but I honestly don't see it going <laughs> that direction. <laughs> I got a bridge. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, and then the brief amount of time we have here, let's quickly go through NXT. Um, Dream had that interruption looking like Eddie Murphy from Raw, which was <laughs> awesome. The full gloves, leathered out. Um, you know, I, I like the explanation for why he is focused on Marina since Roddy is no longer the North American champion. He's like, well, I'll take something else from you. Right. Yeah. I liked all that. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, and and Dream is clearly motivated right now. You could tell. I mean, that you, you could tell when someone's like, you missed someone doing promos like that. Like, cause he's got a very unique, you know, yeah. Yeah. charisma about him. So it's cool seeing that. I like the new like thing with the three rings, and then he turns into his glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's really cool. On the yeah, video. I also like that. Um, but my favorite thing of the entire night throughout all of wrestling last night. Was unquestionably cancelling a ballsplex. No, <laughs> was uh, that was cool too. Was the Broser Waits video package so funny? I missed it. Oh, dude! Oh, oh my god! So you missed the good. best thing of wrestling last it's, night. It's like it's like a different version, different take on what like Fandango, like what Rizongo was doing. Yeah, it was but basically like, they were a road trip. A road trip. So it's you know they had that giant trophy. Yeah, trophy? they they're trying to figure out how they're going to get it to Portland. And so first he's like, nah, bro, don't worry about it. I got a car for us. We're good, you know. Yeah, and so convertible. They put it in a convertible, and it's sticking out the back, and they're driving. Or Pete Dunn's driving, and then the cops pull them over. And, and, and <laughs> Matt Riddle basically says to him, he goes like, he goes, hey, bro. He said, first he starts freaking out like stoners do when the cops, <laughs> which, which killed me because I'll, I'll I've talking, seen bro. everybody do that, you know. Yeah. Like, where he's like, he's like, oh, bro, he's like, I'll do all the talking. Just let me do all the talking, bro. I'll do all the talking. It's all good. And they cut, and the car's being towed, and he's like, I thought you were going to do all the talking, you know. And he's like, well, I didn't know you didn't have a license, you know. And he's you like, don't I don't have a license either, you know. And so, and so like, they're arguing, but it's, it was really funny. And then it, he's like, I got another idea, bro. And then, like, the next one. So they're like on the they're like on the, the water Park lake swans yeah and they're doing the swans and they've got the, they've got the trophy while he's doing the swans and he's like I was like, oh, they just filmed this. this is, I was, like, so happy. I was like, I know these swans. And he was like, he was like, uh, he said. So uh, we're going to just take the swan, me, you, the trophy, all three of us in the swan. We're going to just take it all the way up. And he's. <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, are we going to take it all the way? And he goes, nah, bro, don't be silly. We're not going to take it all the way in one of these. This is just my tranquil space where I go, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's and then he's right. like, and he's like, so what's your plan? You know, and he's like talking about it. He's like, I got another plan, bro. Like, don't worry. And then he just paddles away. And the last one is. He says about a plane. He's like, I got a plane for us to go on. No guy. Yeah, he's like, no guy. And so then, like, they're outside of a plane, and he's like, It's like a private jet. It's like a private plane. He's like, Whose plane is this? Pete Dunn's like, Whose plane is this? He's like, Don't worry, bro. It's all good. Let's just put the trophy in the back. And then, like, they start putting the trophy in, like, the the luggage space. And then, like, someone starts like, Oh, get in. And he shoves Pete Dunn in, and then he dives (laughs) in the back and he closes it. And you see, He's like, Whose plane is this? Whose plane is this? And then, as he's saying that, you just see Triple H walking up, like, looking at his cell phone. And then and then he gets in the plane and the thing goes up and it goes in the air and he goes like and like woo we're going to Portland bro you know like <laughs> they're the best odd couple I love it so much it's so good wow it was so good I was di- honestly those two I never in a million years right. would have expected them to become this generation's like head cheese where like right. they're just yeah. such opposites but it's so fun to watch together and like 
And like Riddle, like occasionally does like the like a, a fake British, like a shitty British accent. Oh, yeah. and, and Pete's like, he's like, please stop doing that. Yeah. He's like, oh, we're gonna put the foot in the foot or something like yeah, that. He's like, he's like, we need to put it, we need to put it in the, we need to put the trophy in the boot. He's yeah, like, that's what it was. He's like, you need to stop. Just please stop saying. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. And like Pete, like drives on the wrong side of the road. He's like, he's like, he's like, we're not in London, dude. He's like, we're not in. England. Oh, you run foggy London we're town not in foggy anymore. London town anymore. He's like, you drive on the right side, like the right side of the road. And he's like, I'm not even from London. <laughs> I'm not even from London, mate. That was so good. I, I was dying. The whole that all of it was so good. If you're like Jay Unzi, go watch it. I'll watch it when I get Hilarious. And they 100 percent bring the best out of each other. I, I love it. Love it so much. Um Dakota Kai beats Candace. It kind of was what it was. Yeah. I felt like it yeah. wasn't too special. I feel like all the matches on, on NXT last night were kind of, it, it kind was, of was what it was. It was what it was last night. I guess because yeah. they're, they're saving everything up for takeover. Sure. And WrestleMania seasons come in, so they, they got, got like. Johnny versus uh, Cameron Grimes. Yep. And like that was like, it was all the matches were really good. Mm. They were just like. These are just these matches. matches. Is what it was. You know what? You're so right, Kevin, and the whole show, you you kind of wrapped up. A bunch of discussion out of the way in that because I think that I can kind of encompass them all together. You're right. Johnny Gargano versus Cameron Grant, Grimes was such a good match. Yeah. Leo Rush versus Andrew Garza was good such match. a good match. Yeah. Adam Cole versus Kushida was such a good match. All three didn't really feel like anything for some reason, and, then, and I don't know what it was. I mean, you get Leo Rush into he's now the number one contender for the the cruiserweight. You know, you get uh, what's his name uh, came out. Uh, after the match, um, no, Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Devlin yeah. uh, so they, they kind of have a face off, and that was pretty much like there was building, of course, that went on, but nothing that was like too groundbreaking that we were not going to mm. see. You know what? I, yeah, it was. There was honestly, there wasn't even a lot of character building. No, I liked NXT last night for what it was. Mm-hmm. It was it not a bad of- show, but you know what? It was. It was a good NXT show before they had competition. That's what I was actually going to say. I was like, it was NXT bef- before they uh, went on to live TV. Gotcha. You know, I think that's really what it felt like to me. It was that like, makes sense. It was another random episode of NXT that wasn't bad no. by any means. But when you're up against someone who is like, you got debuting Jeff Cobb. You've got title mm. matches. You've got... Crotch grabs. Crotch grabs. You've got people cussing. JR getting mad. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think, I, I, you, I think you nailed it right Tony there, Tony Schiavone saying ass. Yep. You nailed it. I, and, and I enjoyed a lot. And, and I, I didn't love Dakota Kai versus... Candice LeRae. I liked it a lot, but it's just I like... Swear, they haven't done anything to, like, get her heel turnover, yeah, Dakota, Dakota Kai. Guys. They've changed her gear. Well, that's why they're just like, this match is going to be a blow-off at TakeOver. I feel like I feel like the Dakota Kai entrance that she did when she first came back after the t- the turn, where they had, like, the, the video, fo- video. video footage of it while she was coming to the ring, I was like, do that every week. Just remind everybody how much of a shitty thing that was. Mm-hmm. Like that, just at least that adds something to it. I was also incredibly disappointed when I noticed that they dropped that Titan Tron. Yeah. I also thought the same thing. As silly as it, as silly and minor as it is, yeah. I was like, it added something to like that's what Dakota's obsession with. Like, like, oh yeah, she's pissed off, and now she's like, look what I did. It's all about me. I also felt like the the Robert Stone vignette. Fell flat to a certain degree. It didn't really like. I will say, like, it's at least a good. Uh, they they had a nice backdrop. Yes. <laughs> like, for whatever reason, like it, to me, like it was like you know, like that when EC3 was first coming in, and they showed the vignette of him like putting on his pants. Yeah. Or like or taking off his pants rather. Well, yeah. And it was like in a nice, like sweet, like a like, yep. like, mm-hmm. white apartment. It looked very clean like that, and I was like, okay, I like that they were like. 
I like when something looks kind of expensive and looks like they actually did. <laughs> they like, spent some time on, on like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I I agree. It as had dumb a, as that's as weird it as was, that no, it was. It has a good template. Yeah, the template is there. I just didn't understand really. And it the fact flat the first one. And the fact that he's already like saying like we're gonna just revamp our image. I'm like. You were there for like a day. Yeah, that's why. I, I think that's why it was so confusing to me. I think that's why it fell flat to me. I, I was like, "What are you revamping? You yeah. haven't even debuted yet, really." Yeah, it was. You debuted literally at Royal Rumble for like a cup of coffee. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, I agree. I will say the best thing besides the Matt Riddle stuff and Pete Dunne stuff was that Champa promo, at, yeah. uh, where yes. he was watching himself from when he had to relinquish the title. That was a powerful promo. Like when he was just like, you know, yelling in, in the camera at the end. I loved it. I loved all of it. It really, it really does drive home. This is a face. He's a face. He's a, he's a, the baby face in this, and he's angry. He's so angry, but he's angry for a reason that he's like he needs what he lost, what he didn't actually lose back. I don't and think he's winning a takeover. Me neither. Mania takeover. Uh, yeah. Not this one. No. Uh, Jay, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. J. Washington. I was just checking it out right now. M-R-J-A-Y. You should know how to spell Washington. And the Mad Titan Podcast, everywhere you get your podcasts from. I get you caught up on everything happening in the Marvel and DC live-action cinematic universes. And March 7th, I am at Compton Mania in Compton. And March 28th, I'm doing WrestleFest 3 at the... Ability First in Inglewood. I'll have all of it on my social media. Great, great. Sounds good. That sounds awesome. Uh, well, you said Compton Mania? Yes, yeah, a show called Compton. I like so that. I've done, I did, I've wrestled at the show two times already, and it was weird. First of all, <laughs> say I'm wrestling in Compton. I was like, well, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, that sounds yeah, scary. <laughs> my, so this is the, my hoodie version of the T-shirt that I wear in the ring. Yeah. I was like, well, it's a red shirt with the black and red, the whole Bulls colors. Perfect. I'm going to die. Like <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> but it was a fun show for a great cause. And so now they're doing it with the farms in Compton, which I was like, wait, there are farms yeah, no. There's this thing, Compton Cowboys, and all this. Compton, yes, I know. Did you just say Compton Cowboys? I'm learning things. Yeah, I learned a lot. I found this out my day. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing that, uh, doing the show, and it's been a good. It's been put on by Sean Black and uh, <laughs> I was just thinking the same. That's like a reality show <laughs> yeah. waiting to happen right there, dude. Yeah, so shout out to the homie Sean Black and Amped Up Wrestling. You know, One of those guys needs to get on Forge and Fire. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, go represent, uh, Kevin. Where are you gonna find you at? Childhood friends though. They ride better horses. All right. Um, uh, you guys can find me at Kevin Gets Red on Instagram and Twitter, cross platform. Uh, also at the Glass House of Pomona this month on the 27th, Bar Wrestling makes its debut there, and I work there, so come say hi. Any emo night plugs? Uh, not yet. Not but, yet. Oh, um, you haven't not booked for the next well, emo night? Yet? He lets me know like a week ahead of time. Uh, I got it, there. got it. Lit. You <laughs> bastard. Uh, you can find me up at Ryan Satin on social media. Uh, at Wrestling Sheet on social media, ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the videos of this show and more. Like I said, I was at the WrestleMania 37 scrum this week. So I talked to Stephanie McMahon. I talked to Roman Reigns. I talked to Becky Lynch. Uh, those three videos are all available now on the Pro Wrestling Sheet YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe while you're there. Comment. I check them all out. Like the video. Don't dislike it like a dick. You know, that's just like common sense. Uh, but also, if you just want to listen to the audio of these shows, check us out on your preferred podcast platform. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt. Keep your eye on the show.
Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee. Ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 